Damn it, Craig. <laughs> Craig, welcome to the party. Thanks, Craig. <laughs> you had one job, Craig. One. <laughs> one goddamn job. Go ahead, Fred. God damn it. Welcome to Big Spot, episode 81. Uh, <laughs> again. again. Welcome again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my gosh. Fred! What the fuck? God, what is it? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Music uh, up. Craig's not uh, here. Fred, what the fuck? <laughs> Damn it, Craig. It was all going so well. You were there supposed we to do all this already. <laughs> everything was fine. <laughs> everything was fucking fine until everything fucking, was great until everything was great. Fucking until Craig and Craig Fred fucked it all up. Ruined everything. Okay. All right. We're good. We're good. Crisis fucking averted. Are we Man, good? It, now? I can see my little green line lighting up. I guess that's better than nothing. Yeah, you're just gonna have to fucking deal. No, you're not. You'll be fine. All right. There you go. Uh, it's I'm been solved. fixed. Perfect. We're good. We're good. There we go. Now we're good, I think. I we're good. We're fine. All right. So, yeah, TwitchCon. Speaking of Twitch, I guess we'll, we'll just move right on to the next topic because there's a fucking billion things to talk about today. Uh, have you seen the Twitch ad incentive thing that's all over uh, fucking Twitter? I, yeah, I hadn't actually had a chance to read into that. All right. So they've been, they've been having these new things for some of their like bigger partners. Well, they're offering like a little incentive. It'll it'll say something like run three minutes of ads per hour and stream 160 hours this month or something. And then it'll say, you know, for this, we'll give you $300 or $8,000 or whatever it is, depending how big you are. And then the more ads you run per hour, the more they're going to pay you, obviously. So some of the bigger streamers have been getting offers like crazy, like 24000 you know, crazy amounts. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them have been like, I don't know if I really, I don't know if I want this money because I got to run six minutes of ads per hour. Like, right. Yeah. That's, and that's a, a crazy amount of, yeah. it, you know, yeah, no, I completely understand. I'm turning my the, the funny thing is like almost the majority of people I've seen on Twitter including myself, almost all of us are telling streamers, go ahead and run the fucking ads. Get that, get paid. Fuck Bezos and Amazon. Get paid. Yeah, no, I agree. Run the fucking ads. Six minutes of ads an hour. We're here to support you. If you don't yeah. turn a, don't turn down $38,000 offer because you're like, well, my, my viewers though, like we're here to support you. We're not going to watch the ads. <laughs> you're just running them. We'll look away and go do something else. Get paid. Do your thing. That's always, that's always been my thing is like, I've I've always like purposely not looked at ads just to be like nah I'm not I'm not dealing with this like I'll like cover them up like I'm not watching them you yeah. know the weirdest part is like it kind of sucks if you're a small streamer because they're like run eight minutes of ads and stream 130 hours this month and we'll give you an extra eighteen dollars and you're like wow oh yeah oh thank yeah. you yeah. <laughs> 
so thoughtful. Like they probably won't even offer us at all. It probably never popped. I'd looked and I didn't see anything on mine, but uh, I honestly I haven't looked. Um, you know what? I can I can look while we're on the show. Let's see. Where I would saw, that? I think the biggest one I saw was for like forty five thousand or something. Uh, let's see. I don't even uh, know where it shows up in there. That's what I was looking to see if there was a spot where uh that would that would show up at and like I don't even know where that would show up at. Uh probably not. I'm trying to find his name. Damn it. There was one big streamer that it was like a $38,000 offer or something. God damn, I should have wrote his name down. It's going to bug me. I'm going to remember right after we stop recording. <laughs> Craig's recording, right? You fucking better be in here. Is he? Is he though? We like we're not a hundred percent sure. But there's one streamer that said like immediately, like I'm turning this down. I'm not gonna make my viewers watch all the ads. And pretty much all his viewers and supporters on Twitter are like, fucking run it and get paid. And so he yeah. came back like 30 minutes later and was like, all right, I am gonna run it. And instead, what I'm gonna do with the money is put it into a little account and buy consoles and PCs for people that really need it and can't afford it. Oh, good for him. Like, if you figure that out, I'll follow them. Yeah. I got to find his fucking name again. I'll I'll put it up. I'll I'll retweet it, and I'll put it on our Facebook.com slash PigsPod when I find him again. I can literally see his profile picture in my head, but I can't remember his name. No, brains are stupid when you need to recall information, and that's the only time you can't recall it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking in. Oh, here we go. The ad sharing. Uh, Let's see. What have they offered me? Um. A dollar. Uh, they've offered you a Seven Eleven hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm streaming, looking to see. Streaming uh, 14 hours of ads in the next two days. <laughs> let's see. How often would you run ads on your channel? I would run them every 30 minutes. Uh, ad length. They want your ad. No, I don't want to set it yet because now I'm like all concerned. Yeah, it'll start running. And yeah. Ahead. Yeah, don't don't run it until you see if you're getting forty four thousand or forty four yeah. cents. <laughs> well, I'm looking at their I'm looking at their customer support now, so we'll take a look. <clears throat> um, the craziest part is some uh, viewers are like, "This is a joke, right?" Because they got offered like three hundred bucks, and they're like, "I'll do one sponsored ad a month and get like five thousand dollars for one like two minute ad," and they're wanting me to do six minutes of ads per hour. For all 150 hours I'm streaming to give me like a thousand dollars, and a lot of them are like, "No, no, thank you." Uh, think- okay, only partners can get it. You can't oh, uh, you affiliates, be a partner, not an affiliate. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, they they send out this information to you, but it has nothing to do with you. Uh, it says in their in their um, help section, can affiliates earn the 55% ad revenue split by running ads manually or via third party? No, no. only ad runs via ad manager. Uh, can affiliates mm-hmm. access the ads incentive program? No, only partners can participate in the ad incentive program. Okay, so we're not going to be running ads yeah. anyways. But so yeah, no ads, none of that. So so they yeah. Yeah, they want you to set it up and do it, but you're not going to get any of the bonuses from it. Yeah, it's just crazy. Like uh, the one one of the best super people streamers that I've been watching, Quest, who won quite a few of the tournaments they did in the beta run. They offered him uh, $18 to run three-minute ads per hour and stream at least 48 hours. Like, Is that 48, oh, wow. hours, 48 hours in the month or 48 hours in the week? In the month. 
okay. But then you got to run three minutes of ads for all 48 of those hours. So how many fucking... Uh, so three, three minutes on the 48. So, so that's 144 minutes of yeah, so that's ads. two hours, yeah. Two and that's a half a, hours of ads, and they're right. going to pay him $18. Wow. Yeah, that's wow. Good, thank you. Wow. Like, I don't know. I, I guess, it, yeah, it, it's another thing that really doesn't help any of the small guys. It's only nice for the big streamers. Because they're like, oh, cool, I can get an extra 40 grand. Nice. Yeah, and they're getting they're getting 50. And see, that's the other thing, too, is, okay, what, you know, 55% of the ad revenue. What's the ad revenue? Like, how much is the revenue? Because that's uh, always been my question, yeah, you know. It, it because, depends. Somebody yeah, pointed exactly. that out, too, how, like, all these heroes coming out and being like, I'm not going to take that. And they're like, obviously, they're just going to take the, the bottom uh, incentive and just run, like, three or four minutes of ads. And take home like seventeen grand instead of forty, but they're still gonna get all their incentive and the revenue split, and like they're still making out like fucking. I mean, oh on, yeah. On one hand, they're it's their full time job, so I get it. But like I don't know. Yeah, don't know. that's that's you know, my my thing always comes back to how much are you getting paid per click, and that's and that's you know that that's another question. All right, when it says ad revenue, okay, are you getting 55% of what they're paying for ads on Twitch? Or are they getting like 55% of click-throughs? You know, because that's, that's a, you know, there's and a lot how of How accurately is that track, too? It's probably not. Well, if it is, if it's a click-through app, it's it should be accurately tracked because it's it's a unique... Um, yeah, but you're relying on, on Twitch to keep accurate right. information. Right, you're 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 relying on Twitch to 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 give you that information. So you know, I'm sure. Let me let me. I guess let me put it like this. I'm sure Twitch knows exactly how much revenue is being created. Yeah, that reminded now, me of something I learned this week. Just I don't know why it randomly popped into my head. Uh, I feel like I got to share this information because there's probably a lot of people that don't know it. You know, when you're on a website, right, and it clicks, uh, you click the little button to prove you're not a robot. Right. Did you know by clicking that button, it runs a quick script that tracks all your cookies and all the things you've done on that website, including the tracking information on your mouse moving to click that button. By you activating that button, it actually does a check to check if you are a robot or not. And I, my thing is, I wonder what they do with that information. Uh, it depends on the website, I guess. If you're Zuckerberg, they probably have it stored and sell it. Uh, most websites probably just it just runs the check and then goes now nah, they're not a robot and they move on with their day because they have all your they they're more worried about your regular cookies than they are that. Well, it was it was like there was I read an article a few days ago that was talking about Twitter had created a script that they were going to run on the Twitter platform that was going to check for um, white supremacy bias essentially and. Yeah. They 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 were running like apparently there's multiple like uh like beta twitters that are like running in parallel with with what we see in the public and they they have multiple versions of Twitter that when you post to Twitter it posts to these like unseen versions of Twitter like where they're doing running practice scripts and doing all this development in the background and they ran this script on it and they learned that every time this script was used to censor white supremacy uh they learned that this this script could not tell the difference between white supremacy and conservative posts 
Yeah. Like they were just <laughs> no different. Like they I you know, say something like that. It can it could tell no difference between no people different. that followed Donald Trump and <laughs> people that followed David Duke. It was literally yeah. just no no difference. But yeah. you know, and that's I, I, that's what I was. That's kind of when we think about that because you know it, it's really interesting what they're what they're collecting all this data for and what they're doing with this data and. It's kind of wild how much of your shit is out there, how much of your data. There's yeah, a new well, yeah. TikTok that I don't follow, but for some reason in the algorithm it pops up all the time, of this lady that people go, you'll never find me. And she's able to, like within the few minutes of the TikTok, go through this site and that site and then finds all their information. Normally doesn't like leak it and goes, here's, the, here's all their information, but like shows, here's your Facebook page. Like, <laughs> I found you. So yeah, your TikTok username, like if I can do it, what do you think a computer with way more information than I have can do with it? Well, it, I think that anybody that exists on social media or on the internet in general, um, oh, look, there's Lady Q-Stick. Where? Thank, thank you, lovey. You're beautiful. Ah. Hi, oh, bye. Okay, bye. Yeah, she was, <laughs> she, she was beer delivery for me, so I appreciate oh, nice. it. How do you get that service? Uh, you marry the most wonderful woman on the planet. Oh, how much is that a month, though? It sounds expensive. It is expensive. <laughs> <laughs> See, I knew it. <laughs> but um, she's just checking if you needed anything else. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's it's you know anybody, you know, uh, that thinks that they're anonymous on the internet. You know, it's is is crazy. Or they think that they can't yeah. be tracked on the internet. You well, know, I love the people that like boycott. Like, oh, I'm not doing 23 and Me, and then it's like they're on their their phone. I'm like, you know, your phone has way more information in it than 23 and Me would ever get. Oh yeah, and uh, <laughs> I, there there's a there is a personal family member of mine that is convinced that as long as he doesn't use social media, he can't be tracked. Like, oh, I'm just you know, mm. the government's not going. And I'm like. No, he, they know everything. Well, he carries his <laughs> phone. Number one, he carries his phone everywhere. Like that's yeah. always been my thing. Oh, you know, I'm not going to do these things. The government's not going to know what I'm doing. You know, and every every moment of every day, you see him. Does he use Google Maps? Uh, probably. Yeah, Google Maps tracks your information. How do you think Google Maps learns when there's an accident? Google Maps yeah. is tracking every user live. Yep. Uh, sometimes when you're not even using the app, it depends on your phone, what permissions you've given them. Yep. They have all the information. They're using it live yep. to, to form all their traffic well, data. Well, you know, I, I really upset him because his, his favorite thing is he loves to play solitaire on his phone. Like he's oh. got this, he's got this little solitaire app and he's and now always, he, now it thinks he's, it's watching him. <laughs> well, that's what I told him. I was like, I guarantee that in this, in your, in the, in the terms of service that you agreed to, when you downloaded that app, it has tracking information in it. And I said, if it and if it doesn't have tracking information in it, the fact that you you downloaded it from the Google Play Store, that in itself has tracking information because it yeah. wants to know what games that you're playing, so it can offer you suggested likes to download other games, and yeah. they'll tailor and your. They get paid from that. Yeah, exactly. So you know, to, to sit there and say, oh, well, you know, the government's not going to track me, unless you are literally going without any form of electronic device. It's it's impossible yeah, to anything released in the last ten years. Yeah, it's you know, and and I think one one of the things that was so telling was years ago there was an interview done. It was like a documentary of uh, Zuckerberg, and they yeah. were in they were in his house 
doing this interview and he was like, well, we need some like, you know, video of you typing on the computer, you know, for like was that, that one where he had the duct tape over his webcam. Yes. Like that, <laughs> yeah. that told you everything that you need to know about yeah, if technology. He if he knows, <laughs> if he's doing this, you know that this is something that's going on. Well, yeah. and Don't I think, leave and I, your webcam connected to yeah. your computer. Well, I, the, the, the web, the webcam that I'm using is actually really cool. It has a slider that I can slide directly over top of, yeah. you know, and, and that just slides it well, on. I could, I could listen to you fap and whatnot, but I wouldn't be able to see you. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and what's really funny is, you know, this, this microphone right here is probably one of the most sensitive microphones uh, I have ever used in all of my recording, which I love. It's yeah. a Personas M7, hashtag not sponsored. Um, yeah. I highly, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, if you want to get into doing podcasting, highly super recommend this microphone. Um, it's absolutely wonderful. But, you know, it's, yeah, that that's where all my audio comes from. But I just, I couldn't imagine trying to live a life where you're just like, oh, I'm, I don't want to be on the internet or I don't want to be a part of the internet or, or the internet's not going to know where I'm at. And the, the bigger problem that everyone keeps is not focusing on is like the nefarious, uh, bad use of your data. I don't, I'd, I'd like apps and like companies tracking my, my data and stuff. Then it knows what I like. I like, I like, you know, going on YouTube YouTube has the best uh, music mix for me because I've used it the most to look up specific songs. And right. Now YouTube, when I go to listen to music, it knows exactly the songs and the artists I like. It's the best fucking playlist. I literally type in YouTube, my mix, and it has a personalized music mix for me. I click it. I couldn't have that if they weren't tracking all my information. Oh, yeah. Of, of course they're selling it, but they're not like selling it in – they're just selling it as a data point. Nobody's right. looking up me. Nobody's right. typing into the internet. What does Oreo listen to? And YouTube goes here. You can buy the information for three dollars. That's yeah. not happening. They're just selling it. You know. Yeah. They're, they're using are, it to make money to yeah. put content out for free. You're you're a you're a data point of more along the lines of your favorite artist that you listen to. They are looking at how many people are listening to that artist and how many times. You're like you know one of my other favorites is like. How many times has this one specific song been listened to over the course of an hour, a day, a month, a year, whatever? Yeah, you yeah, know, Gangnam style. Exactly. <laughs> but you know, one of the things I thought was really neat, and you know, if you've done any content creation on just about any platform, whether it be Twitch, TikTok, or or anything, uh, that it, it gives you, you know, uh, this really cool overlay graph of how many people were watching at any given second of a of a piece of media content. And you can watch it ebb and flow as people click ahead or and yeah. follow back. I, I think that's fascinating. I think that is excellent information because you can look at things like, okay, you know, my 20 second video did so much at 10 seconds and starts to fall, fall off. And like, oh, well, then I guess I need to be making 10 second content and stuff like that. Um, you know, so there's a lot of excellent data points that these, these companies can gather from all of this. Yeah. But, you know, we makes also, everyday life easier. Yeah, like exactly. Con for convenience. Um, you know, but we've also seen what this information can do, you know, on the more nefarious side when maybe not even nefarious. It just kind of depends on your definition of nefarious. When Edward Snowden released, you know, all the information about what the government was tracking and how they were tracking it and that the cell phone companies 
weren't even fighting for their for their customers. No, you know, they, they were just straight they, up giving up. The difference is that the government looks it up. They're probably looking it up by your name. Right. That most might of, be a privacy concern then. Right. And 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 and, and the 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 cell phone companies were like, nope, not a privacy concern because we're going to slip it into the terms of service that they know nobody ever reads. No, you know, no, we didn't learn from South Park that you're supposed to read terms and service. We just take accept. Accept. I call it the big lie. I agree. Yeah. I don't agree. I just I, if I don't agree, I can't use the, you know, you can't use the, you know, can't use the app. Like my yeah. favorite was, um, I don't know. This was maybe a decade ago. When everybody, when, 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 maybe even longer than that, when all of your major retailers had like, you know, were really beginning to have point of sale card readers and stuff right there in front of you, just slide your card in and put all your information and just keep going. And it's like, oh, you know, you're at a grocery store and it comes up and you bought some items, you know, oh, is, is 2315 okay? And you hit, you know, yes to complete the transaction. Well, if you hit no, it's not okay. It just cancels your order. So it's like, if you want to buy your shit, you got to yeah. say yes. It's literally the same thing. And, you know, I hit no out of just giggling just to see what it would do. And she's like, yeah, just, I'm going to have to re-ring up all your stuff now. Yeah. Just I'm like, oh, completely oops. cancels it out. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I just didn't know. No, I wanted you know? it for less than that, actually. We well, that was that was the joke. That's why I hit no. Is this $23 okay? No, it's not okay. I've always wondered. You let the intrusive thoughts win. Yeah. I've always yeah. wondered what would happen if I, no, that's not that's, okay. It's a little too much. That's what, <laughs> that's me right there. I am the epitome of intrusive thoughts. Um. <laughs> But no, so it's literally the same thing here. It's like if you want to use your cell phone in the way you want to use your cell phone, you have to agree to terms and services. So that means that, you know, if even if you're doing something that's not nefarious, it is the government will absolutely have access to that information. No questions asked. The You know, your your cell phone company is not going to go to battle for you. If yeah. the federal government comes to you, comes to them and says, I need Oreos data not just on what he's done but i need to use your your equipment to tell me where he's at mm -hmm. you know yeah and they just give it up yeah okay here you go boom done yeah so you know the idea of privacy in any in any means is a joke i wonder and, how that would work now that i think about it because i have google for as my phone provider <laughs> oh yeah so i mean yeah so you've just you've just cut out the middleman you know, they Google don't have to tracks go. It. They, they, yeah. yeah, Google tracks it themselves and feeds that information to the DARPA robot. So yeah, they, they don't even they don't even need AT and T. They've got you direct. Yeah. And and I mean, you know, and, and there's there's the good and the bad of it because they can use your cell phone to you know say you go missing, say something happens, and you know you're out on a dark road somewhere and your car runs off a cliff. You know, they can use data triangulation on your phone. Boom, find you, rescue you, probably save your life. You if know, they but, want to. If they want to, but you know, then but on they the see other... my search history, so they don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of like, you know, it's it's like the cost of doing business. You know, it's the yeah. cost of existing in today's ultra connected it, world. The most simple form of it I've ever had it compared to is like imagine back in the day, right? There's no technology. Imagine back in the day, you walk into like a local tavern. And the dude running it is like, oh, Terry, you're here again. How are you? The usual whiskey? Hey, guys, everyone loves whiskey. Or everyone, Terry loves whiskey. That's the same thing that they're doing, basically. Right. Yeah. The difference is when now the barkeep has uh, a man coming out of town, right? And the man is like, hey, uh, give me a list of all your people that exclusively drink whiskey. 
and I'll buy it for fifty dollars. And he right. goes, Oh, absolutely. And then he gives away your information with your name, the times that you come into the bar. Which brand he, of whiskey? Yeah, which brand of whiskey, how many uh kids you have, or if you have a spouse or not, all that information. He gives them all of that. Yep. Just because he had it collected, and that's not even what they asked for. This is what companies like Facebook do. They sell a huge chunk of information that they have on you for right. something so simple because they make money off of it. Yeah. Like, that's and, the difference. It, and it's you can, nice you to go, go in and just have him know and already have a whiskey. As I walk in, he goes, oh, he's here. Whiskey. Whiskey's ready to go. I sit down. The whiskey's already there. That's the convenience right. part of it. The back part of it is exactly. not so cool. And, you know, there's, you know, like you said, there's there's the double edge to that. There is this excellent convenience of walking in and getting the whiskey that you want. And, you know, you turn around and what they're going to do with it is, you know, they might once again parse it out and go, OK, well, uh, you know, so and so walks in and he likes, you know, he likes Jack Daniels and he's 47 years old. And look at this correlation of 40, you know, 40 year olds and they like Jack Daniels, but 30 year olds like this. And, you know, and and you agree to it. That's the whole thing is you've agreed to it and you don't have a right to complain about it. Um, no, you've clicked it and you've, that's basically every, some apps ask you every time you open the app. Right. And and I think where the, I think where the issue happens and where the problem arises out of it, and this is where Facebook has the issue. And so does, you know, Twitter and, and things like that is, you know, we put, we've, we've created an environment where we push so much information onto these platforms. Mm. You know, so many businesses run their business off of Facebook and that's it. That's their only point of contact. The only way you can reach out to these companies is through Facebook. Yeah. Dot com okay. slash Pixpod. Slash mm-hmm. Pixpod. Exactly. <laughs> so what happens is, is, you know, I don't want to deal with Facebook, but I really want to deal with Facebook.com slash Pixpod. So I have to, without really agreeing to anything, you know, I, I or, or at least, you know, yeah, I, we'll, we'll stick with the word agreeing. You know, I have to deal with Facebook to be able to get to Facebook.com slash Pixpod. Yeah. So there's no other way to view it without. Correct. So you have to, you have to, and, and you have to use Facebook for that. So what happens is, is like, okay, where's the fairness there? You know, why, mm-hmm. you know, why is Facebook allowed to run amok and, and take your information when you're not really wanting to take that information? It's the only way you can get the yeah. content of facebook.com slash pigspot. Well, this is the huge obstacle that uh, came when Oculus was uh, acquired by Facebook. It, it they've, it's so synonymous now with Facebook, the Oculus, that you most people often forget that there was a time before Oculus was owned by Facebook. But now that they own it, when you get an Oculus, which I've been telling you you should get because it's amazing. Yeah, you and I were having that conversation earlier this week. But to even log on the thing, you have to log into your Facebook account. You have to right. have a Facebook account. And... uh. I had to create an alternate profile for my son. Well, he doesn't have a Facebook account, so I had to make a face a fake Facebook account for him. Right. And I ha- I had to put I did it one time, and like a week later they blocked it and said this is not a real Facebook account. And then when we tried to like log into his profile, it wouldn't let us. So I had to create another one, and I have to keep just enough enough activity on it that they go, oh, it's a real Facebook account. They just don't use it very much. Yeah. <laughs> just so he can play on the Oculus and play VR games like. So that was well, a huge and, obstacle of like people 
The Oculus Quest 2 is like one of the best pieces of fucking VR technology. You don't need a computer. The battery on it is n- not bad. Uh, and it does it all right on the headset. It's a huge leap in VR technology, but it's tied to Facebook. And like it hurts, it hurts the sales and the technology as a whole. Leaping forward to us going into like a, a VR world. We're never going to get to Ready Player One if it's all locked behind a Facebook account. <laughs> well, sorry about the hiccup on the on the chat there, guys. But no, that's that's absolutely the way the way things are going to go. Is everything is going to be tied into you know one problem, one one you know company company or another. But the issue that I went through with 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 my daughter and in, in doing she you know she just wants to use Facebook or use YouTube. You know, she has a long list of YouTubers that she absolutely loves to follow, whether they're gamers or whether they're opening toys or whatever it is that, that they're doing that she likes. So, uh, hey, what's up, Crispy? Um, we had to we had to create a, you know, a, a YouTube, you know, a, a Gmail account for her. OK, she's eight years old. She doesn't meet their requirements. So I, you know, fortunately, you know, they've changed it now and you can, you know, they have like you, you Google for kids and, and, um, you know, and, and they've made it better, but I still, you know, you still have to go through this process of setting this up for kids and it's a huge, it's a huge damn problem. Yeah. And, you know, I went through it with, when, when I went through it with the twins when they were little and, you know, we had to deal with, um, getting them set up with their own accounts just so they could use their, their, uh, you know, their YouTubes to be able to watch what they wanted to watch. And, and it's, it's just been a, it's just been an ongoing problem that I don't know if, I don't know if there's a right way to fix yeah. this well, issue. Then it's even more like, it's different when it's your kids and it's now their information being tracked. Exactly. Because Plus, kids are dumb and don't, they click on everything. Yeah, no, <laughs> they, yeah, haven't, yeah. they haven't learned yet. That right. Some dude that you met on, a Minecraft that sent you an invite and like this link to some website. Don't click on that. What are you doing? Well, that and, and one of the issues that a friend of mine had, um, you know, was they were connected to the Xbox store and they had their credit card connected to the Xbox store. And Mm -hmm. this kid wanted to, their kid wanted to download games, had no clue that, you know, that it was costing them money. Until they got, you know, a, you know, got a notification from their bank that they were, and I, this is not her, po- her, her uh, hyperbole. They were literally five hundred dollars overdrawn. Yeah, because I, didn't I tell you when that happened to me? I was at the grocery store when getting groceries, swipe oh, my card, no. and it's denied. I'm like, this is like a few hundred. Let me try again. Maybe I put the pin in. Yeah. Denied. I'm like, huh? What the? F-? So I like pull up the app on my phone and look, and there's like a hundred eighty dollar charge to Microsoft. I'm like. Well, that's not good. That's that's interesting. <laughs> yep. So then we we look and find out my son, and this was a few years ago. Uh, I do things differently now. I'll talk about it in a second. But my son had bought like a hundred and eighty dollars worth of Robux for Roblox. Oh man! Through the Xbox, and because the way and Microsoft still does it this way, it, it's a real pain in the ass to work around. They want you to have a credit card on file. Yes. It, it'll say, oh, this credit card's tied to a subscription. You can't delete it. Like, it's yep. a real pain in the ass. You basically, yep. the only way to get around it 
uh, is you have to buy the subscription cards and you put those in. Never put your credit card in because once it's in there, it'll think that it's tied to the subscription and it won't let you delete it. It's a pain in the fucking ass. Yeah, it's, I'm, it's dumb on their part. I don't know why they force you to keep a card on file. I'm I'm really concerned. I haven't dealt with this yet. Uh, my my bank card um, expires this month, mm. and all oh, of no, my everything. Ex- now you got to redo it. Yeah, and I need to I need to call the bank and say, hey, I need a new card and and all that. So I'm I'm literally like I've been putting it off because I don't want to deal with what's coming because yeah. I know that. You know, I've got to, I've got to fix mine. I've got to fix my daughter's. I got to fix Lady Q's. Oh, everything! It's gonna be paying the best. Everything well, is tied to it, and 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 not and not just not just Xbox, but well, every, everything that's you know, tied to your card. Yeah. Everything that's tied to my card. You know, uh, when we do Roll Twenty on, we do our Dungeons and Dragons. I pay for a monthly subscription to get. There's more. gonna be a bunch you forget about too until you get the yep. email that hey your charge failed and you go oh fuck yeah that yeah <laughs> yep and that that's literally what I'm waiting on is that's that's going to be. Don't That's some, going to, I guess it depends on the bank. Don't some banks, they'll keep the numbers live for like a month or two after. So some, so the way I understand it, and I don't, I, I haven't been with my current bank long enough. Um, and the only reason why I say that is my bank has been bought like four times since mm-hmm. you know we, the, you know the we've been with this bank for, uh, twelve years. And it's been bought four times in that 12 years. So I don't know how the new bank is going to do it. But, you know, some banks will do it as, okay, they're just going to issue you a brand new, they're going to issue you a new card that's going to have another expiration, but all your numbers are the same. So all you have to go is go in and edit the the current bank card information and just change it to 2027 or whatever the fuck it is. No big deal. We move forward. Then other than other bank other banks are like nah bro we're gonna send you a brand new card with yeah, brand new numbers and everything's different and now you're gonna have to go through everything and you're just like fuck me so hmm. but that's you know that's another that's another cost of being in it you know the convenience of having you know I use auto pay on on the Xbox so you know I don't you know my account is auto pay and you know the wife has her own account auto pay you know my daughter has her own account auto paid. So you it's know. gonna be hard for you. I was gonna. I'll give a pro tip. When you set up, it's a twofold. It's great in two ways. When you buy your Xbox Live, buy as much as you possibly can on Amazon. Uh, normally, if you do it around Prime Days, you can save quite a bit. Uh, not always, but sometimes you can get like a year for like fifty dollars. Uh, buy as much as you possibly can. Put all those numbers into your account. Delete your credit cards. And then the second step, what you do, now go buy uh, Game Pass Ultimate. Uh, if you've never had Game Pass before, just buy mm-hmm. the $1 trial. Yeah. If you've had it before, buy a one month, again, off of Amazon or wherever. It's like $15. Correct. And Microsoft will convert up to three years worth of Xbox Live. When you put in that one month of Ultimate for the $15, it'll convert all the Xbox Live that you have to Ultimate. So you can get like three years worth of Ultimate for like, depending when you buy it, like $170, mm. which is a lot of money, but that's also for three years. Yeah, that's uh, nice no, not hashtag, to have to worry about it. Hashtag not sponsored. You're hashtag right, not right. sponsored. But then you have three years. <laughs> like I, ha- I can't remember the last time I paid. For, I, I did this years ago. I'm, I'm still good until like. That's a good idea. And, I, and I, might wait next until, year? I might wait until Prime Day to do that. 
you know. But you think of it, it's Game Pass, and you go, well, and I had I told somebody to do this, and he's like, well, what do you get on Game Pass? I'm like, you get fucking all, everything, all the games under Microsoft day yeah. one. Like Scorn just came out a few days ago. That's on Game Pass, so that's a game that now you don't have to spend fifty dollars on. Yeah, that, that and, paid for your one year of Xbox Live right there. And with it, what is it with um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Activision possibly being bought up by Xbox, and yeah, there we'll was another. Goes. Yeah, and, and you know Sony is losing their goddamn mind over it. Have you seen that? Yeah, no, like, they're they're, they're fucking freaking out. They're accusing so Microsoft of trying to do all the stuff that they've been doing for years, having yeah. stuff be exclusive on the PlayStation. Well, <laughs> so, Sony has already filed a lawsuit in the UK for. Yeah. Um, they're they're dumb. They Microsoft is never going to take Activision off of PlayStation. They make money either way. The exactly. way Microsoft exactly. has been running things on PC, you think Microsoft makes money when I buy an Asus motherboard? They don't. They're making money when I buy the game because they make money from the game. They don't care what system I'm playing on. The way yeah. Game Pass money works is always now the same. across PC and Xbox, they're not worried about me buying PC parts. They're worried about me playing the game and buying stuff in the store on the game. Right. They're not going to take it off a of PlayStation. Just because that's what Sony would do, they've assumed that, oh, well, that's obviously what Microsoft's going to do. No matter how many times Phil Spencer says, we're not going to take it off. Why would we do that? Why would we limit a third of our, our market reach? That makes no sense. <laughs> well, not just Farming Simulator, but, you know, if you haven't played Lawn Mowing Simulator, that's all I got to say. You need to play oh, yeah, Lawn Mowing. Game, that, uh, the, it's uh, on Game Power Pass. Wash, Power oh, yeah. Wash Simulator. Power Wash Simulator's Pass. there, too. Uh, it pays for itself, I'm telling you. <laughs> No, yeah. you're right. Microsoft doesn't make money when they sell Xboxes. Yeah, nobody does. Sony doesn't make money. Nobody's making money on hardware. So I don't get why Sony's so concerned. I, I think it scares them that Microsoft will have so much it's that a they're power. worried what they could do, not yeah. what they will do. Well, I mean, there comes a point where, you know, I mean, I, 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 mean, I, I can see Sony's perspective on this. Not that yeah. I condone it. Not that I support them. I've never supported Sony. I have, I, you know, I, You're going to support Sony because they bought Bungie, by the way. You're going to play uh, Destiny 3. Don't lie to me. <laughs> I just don't even. But what, what, I, what I'm saying is, is like, I could see them saying, well, you know, if you, know, if the, if, if you get a bunch of like Xbox and Activision dudes together doing, you know, content creation, whether it be like on a podcast or, or whatever, you know, it's going to encourage people to buy the Xbox because you're going to have the people that are doing, like say, Call of Duty, and the people that are at, that are at Xbox. They're going to be talking together. There's going to be this. There's implied. It's going to be implied that it's only going to be on Xbox, and it's going to completely ruin them. You know that that's that's coming, and yeah. and and they're probably kind of right in oh, that no, respect. Microsoft. Microsoft's been making making a lot of good moves with the way they've basically blurred PC and Xbox. You can play not everything, but you can play almost everything on a PC or an Xbox and join the same party chats. And now with Discord being on, well, it's on PC obviously, but now Discord's on Xbox. Now you can join a Discord, and again, the same thing. I'm playing the same game with you. You're playing on Xbox. I'm playing on a PC. Yep. The problem is that now it's going to force Sony's hand. They've always been, no, we're on Sony. If you want to play with other people, you've got to also buy a PlayStation. Yeah. You, you can't play with, you can't cross-play. 
I, I remember when we talked a few years ago when Rocket League, Rocket League, accidentally uh, yeah. activated crossplay for the PlayStation, and Sony freaked the fuck out. It was like, you need to turn that off right now. We can't have that. But, yeah. I don't know. They have such an elitist attitude, and a lot of their customers do too. Not everyone. Just because you own a PlayStation, well, there's nothing wrong with you as a gamer. But it does kind of condone kind of elitist attitude. Well, I'm better the, than you. It's the same problem that we're seeing with Apple versus Samsung. You know, and, and, I, and I, I referenced the idea of the green text on, on Apple. You know, the, if, you're, if you are a, I don't know, you have blue text and green text on, on Apple, and one of them only gives you, if you're a Samsung user, you get green text. And then Apple is saying, oh my God, this is so bad. You know, Am- you know, uh, uh, Samsung users or Android users, it's going to pop up on your iPhone as green text. Isn't that bad? No. And then everybody's sitting here going, "Wait a minute! You have the power to change that." Yeah, this you is did this it. is yeah, this is literally <laughs> Apple creating a problem and then pointing a finger at Android, going, "Fuck them, Android people! Look at this problem! Look at that! And it know? popped up on your screen as green because I told it to." Yeah, and it's <laughs> the same. It's the same thing. That's it's the same thing that they're that they're doing here that Sony is doing here is going, they're creating a problem and then pointing at Xbox saying, this is going to be the problem. Well, the craziest part is how for the past several years, they've had exclusive rights with call of duty stuff. They've had stuff that came out and was only on PlayStation for like three months. Yeah. They had a full, what was it? There was a map. They had a full year exclusive right on, on a couple maps. One of the map packs a few years ago. Like they've well, been doing was, this forever, and now they're like, the oh, same well, Microsoft can't do it though." It's the same thing that they did with Destiny. Remember yeah. when when Destiny launched with the um, the Mars expansion, and the Xbox players got Jade Rabbit and uh, Monte Carlo, the two weapons, and that was like, "Oh, these are brand new guns to to the Xbox." Like, no, these were just these were just Sony exclusives. Yeah. Well, the you weirdest know? part is like Microsoft is doing it, but. Most of the time, it's Ace of Spades. Pertain- that was the other one. It's pertain. Yeah, the stupid Ace of Spades. Most of the time, Microsoft's doing it pertain to Game Pass, because like we just said, Microsoft's not making money on hardware. What they're making money on is Game Pass. Oh yeah, it's but genius. It's a, it's a huge value when you think about it, especially if yeah. you do it the way I just told you, when you're not paying actually fifteen dollars a month. That's a lot of fucking well, money. Even even if you don't, even if you're doing it apparently my way, you know, even the if you're doing way. it, yeah, even if you're doing it the wrong way. You know, in which, you know, you know, granted on 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 my daughter's side and the wife's side, it is absolutely the wrong way because they aren't using it as often as I do. And oh, it's I'll there, tell you the other thing there for quick, while you're talking about that. The hard part for you is you have three people. If you have two people, what you do is you set one Xbox as your home Xbox. Yeah. And the other Xbox is their home Xbox. And then you play on the opposite one, if that makes right. sense. Yep, yep, and and we and we were doing. And they're only paying one subscription, but two Xboxes are receiving the benefits from the Game Pass. We were we were doing that up until we got our third Xbox. Yeah, when you have a third one, that's kind of tricky. Yeah, and and we're about to pay for at least two, no matter how you do it. And I'm about to. I haven't. I haven't. You're going to hear this exclusively on on the stream. And my wife is upstairs, and I know she's not listening to the stream. Um, Yeah, she doesn't know this yet, but I'm about to purchase. Um, another Xbox and TV because we've oh, done some. Re- one. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to have four. I'm I'm going to use one of our older Xboxes in here in this room that I'm streaming in or in right now is going to become our like movie room 
and I'm going to take all my streaming stuff out into the den, which where it's now available because um, one of the twins, they just moved out. And the the last twin that was leave, living here, she's now moved out. And, and my wife is going to, is now using her room as an office. And the den that we had downstairs that was an office is now vacant. So what I'm going to do is move all of my streaming stuff into there where I have more room and it gets yeah. really, and it, it's like really stuffy in here when I stream. Cause I, or cause I close this door and yada, yada. So you'll use that when you stream. Stuff. Well, yeah, I'm going to go in there. So I'll have this area as a TV room, or I might put all of the, you know, which I have more room out there and it's by the wood stove. Um, I might move the TV viewing area. Like when we watch movies and stuff and move it out there and have this as just podcasting and be my content creation room, basically my office. So D and D and podcasts. And exactly. Exactly. So gaming out there and you have a little more room, be more comfortable kind of. Yeah. And it just kind of depends. Okay. Do I want to go out there and game and kind of have like that relaxation time? Or do I want to be in here where I'm actually content creating? So. Well, I will say I'll have four Xboxes. I don't know if it's live yet. But Microsoft did announce they're doing a family plan for Game Pass Ultimate, which I think it's, if I remember right, it's $25. And that's for four accounts. Yeah, so that'll I work mean, perfect for you. You'll be able to pay $25 a month, but now you're getting it across the four. I don't know how that works with converting from Xbox Live. Yeah, I don't that, know that's if it a, still works the same. That's a future Q-Stick problem. Yeah. But um, either way, you're doing it wrong right now. <laughs> uh, before before we get in, well, I'll save that for cream of the week. Okay. Okay. So yeah, we're gonna save that part for cream of the week. Um, yeah, we, have, we still have so much more to talk about. Huh? Yeah, we're gonna let's see. We are we exactly. We talked about TwitchCon. I don't know if it got recorded or not. Yeah, uh, I just <laughs> I'm telling you, TwitchCon. As somebody that has run uh, conventions, and I've I've run conventions. And unfortunately, I've run conventions where there's been upper management problems or just problems. Oh, you know, yeah, you know, exactly. the, well, yeah. that, I feel like that happens at every con, no matter what you yeah. do. That's what happens when you have a big building and you and don't have enough staff because there's never enough staff. Exactly. The, the biggest problem that we had, um, well, we had a couple of big problems, but one of the biggest problems that we had was um, we had a. I would say he was probably 16 or 17 years old and he was following a lot of the girls. And this was, this was a somewhat anime convention. So mm. you get, a, you get a lot of girls in very short skirts. Wow. So he had a stinky stalker. He pretty much. Was he trying to take pictures? He wasn't trying to take pictures, but he was this very all uncomfortable though. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, we had to go out of our way to like, I had to go up to him and say, look, I know what oh. you're doing. Yeah, this you is can't... awkward for me and you. Then that's literally what I said. That is ex- literally, I was like, I don't want to do this any more than you want. To, you want me to do this to you. Um, but I was like, I I know what you're doing. These girls have explained it to me. I've seen your actions. I know what you're doing. Um, I'm not going to get the police involved. You need to leave. You know, and you know he got it, and off he went. Yeah, a neck beard in the wild. And 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 off he went. Like that was that was a big problem. I also had some issues with alcohol, which was a lot of fun to deal with. Uh, we had yeah. 
we we had a we had a guy that was hosting a a, a dance party at one of and we were only letting him do it because he was a part of the convention before Heather and I took over. So he always did these dance parties and one of his buddies was bringing alcohol into the convention area, which was already a no. Like we didn't allow any alcohol on the convention floor to start with. And he was bringing alcohol in and feeding it to minors. And no, it was like, I had to like, there were so many people that I had to kick out that it wasn't, it was I had to kick him out. I had to kick out his buddy. I had to kick out these other kids. It's not as fun for organizers anymore. No, 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 it's not. So looking, so looking at this from the, like there was, there was somebody at TwitchCon that was probably in upper management and somebody came to them and said, oh yeah, by the way, um, we had one girl break her ankle where we think, because you know that information is not given at the time. It's like, hey, we had a girl really hurt her ankle. I'm afraid she may have broken it. Um, and she's been carted off in an ambulance. So you rush over, you deal with it. You know, Twix, TwitchCon chair people and board people, they were involved with it. And then they send her out the door. And there's a moment as a convention, as a, somebody that runs a convention where you deal with it and you just go behind a closed door and you just... You know, you just you need that that 10 seconds of just letting it out. It's fine. It's dealt with. Yeah. Well, you know, and then, you know, I'm you know, it, literally the way this happened there was like as they had their three minutes in the in the closet, they walk out ready to go put a smile on and make people happy. Another person says, oh, yeah, you know, uh, uh, what was her name? The the, the whatever her name is. Um, on a ticket. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Adriana. Um, yeah, is, there's another ambulance here now, and uh, yeah, she 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 seems to be in a lot of pain. We're not sure what's happened, but uh, yeah, they're they're putting her on a on a back brace, you know. So you know, you're already just like, oh my god, yeah, you, you know? just want to go home. You're like, I don't like streaming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I'm not even I, I'm not even supposed to be here today. Fuck these kids, man. <laughs> None of them wearing deodorant. Yeah, because a you bunch know, of them are harassing the girls. I'm fucking tired of being here. Yeah, because you know, like I said, there's people. You know, they're they're not paying attention because this wasn't a Twitch station. This wasn't something that was being done by Twitch. This yeah. was being put on by a, a separate entity that paid for the space. You know, they're a vendor as far as far as the convention is concerned. Yeah, and what a nightmare! And like, I I feel like COVID and the way the world has been, and how brave creepers are getting conventions like I, I think the point you were trying to get to it's so hard to do do one at all anymore right and now every time there is one there's always something happens and yeah like and this is this is a big one because you know she's she's big in twitch you know she may or may not be popular off twitch we're not going to speculate not here no i'm not i've never heard her name before yeah i was gonna say <laughs> we may or may not have ever yeah so, and then to turn it like she's hurt, yeah. And um, now you know life she's changing. Like, like, no, this yeah, this is this is life altering injury. Yeah. She's got two steel rods in her back. They fused vertebrae together. Like I said, there was bleeding around the her spine, which didn't even know that was a thing. And now she's yeah. like, oh, by the way, um, I can't pee properly. Yeah, which I don't even know what that means. Like, you know, as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned, there's only one way to pee. It's And that's something you know? coming from her. Yeah. That's a big deal. Like Yeah. And you know, and so she's not like you said earlier, 
Um, vaguely familiar. <laughs> yeah, vaguely. I, I, we're not sure where she came the from. The hardest part for like Twitch is that all went bad. At the same time, a ton of huge streamers are leaving to go to YouTube and other stuff because they're not getting paid enough. At the same time, they announce a 50-50 split instead of, instead of a 70-30 revenue split. And it makes you wonder, that thing we were talking about before with their ad split revenue, offering all these people tons of money, it makes you wonder why now they're offering it. Yeah. It's just convenient timing. But uh, and, and I just I just feel I feel horrible for the people that are. Yes, they're probably Twitch employees. Yeah. But they were specifically hired just to run this convention. Well, no, there was people that have nothing. They just work at that center. They don't yeah. they have nothing to do with Amazon yeah. or. Well, Twitch. And, and, those, and those people, I mean, fortunately for them, are going to walk away. I mean, they're going everything. Well, yeah, they're going to hate everything, but they're going to want the time off next time. There's a convention in town. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. But at least they can walk away and say, this is not my monkeys and not my circus, you know, because they are, we're renting that. They are renting that space to Twitch and then Twitch is selling that space, you know, to whatever vendor that would, what I can't remember, whatever vendor that was, that, that was, you know, that created this phone block. I wonder if that's why there's nobody that has come out who's taken legal, legal responsibility for the phone pit and her injuries. This, this will fall on. This is now, I can't vouch for the state that they're in, but let's say hypothetically, this happened in my state of Virginia. Um, the insurance that, that, that Twitch would have had to purchase location. Wouldn't it? No, it, it'll fall on the, um, um, it will fall on Twitch. Because Twitch is responsible for the insurance of the event, so anything anything that happens here with the injuries and and whatnot, um, the it will add, it will fall on Twitch. Because when I when I when you sell this, like I said, this is just in Virginia. I can't speak of anywhere else because I've only run conventions in Virginia and North Carolina, and they're the same in this. Um, the insurance that they're required to carry. Is in, it does have an injury rider on the policy, and anything that happens at the event will fall on the event. Uh, the event, the, the the company that puts on the event. So yeah. the well, the injury might have been been taken care of. I don't. The only thing yeah. I've seen from her is like how much pain she's in and like her recovery. And I don't think she's too worried about. Let me badmouth Twitch and talk. I think she literally wants to move on because, like, her life will yeah. never be the same. I don't think she yeah. even wants and, to talk and, about it. And, and and I'm sure when it comes to this, you know, we can say we can talk about how good or how bad Twitch is. Um, but when it Twitch comes bad. to this, Twitch bad. <laughs> um, you know, I'm sure that Twitch jumped up and said, "We're we've got it taken care of," because yeah. this is this is why you buy insurance. You know, in Virginia and North Carolina, once again, my experience you are required by state law to carry insurance specifically for this reason. Someone gets hurt at your event. Event. Yeah, it's the uh, Leveno, Levino, 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 whatever. You know, they are, um, they are at your event. They bought space Lenovo. Yeah. I think that's who it was. I think it was Lenovo. Um, they are at your event. You are responsible for their well being. So no matter what happens, you know, some someone at Twitch, someone at this convention that's on the TwitchCon side of things, should have come forward and said, "We can't. You, there needs to be safety here. You can't yeah. have people jumping into this." And well, for all we know, somebody, they could they could have. Yeah, they, they, so that's they could what I was going to say. Somebody probably got fired that didn't need to. That pointed out several times 
Hey, that's not enough foam. Yeah, but that's what we budgeted. Right. Okay. Or, you know, are they specifically, or, or they just, they, they never accounted for somebody jumping into it. And I guarantee it's a that's foam what pit. Happened. What are you fucking doing a foam pit? I'm not saying that they were smart. <laughs> All I'm saying is that they never, they, they're like, oh, we're going to make this foam pit and it's going to look cool. And that's where it ends. It's that'd going be like, to look that'd cool. That'd be like you have a, a wall and there's stairs going up to it. And below that is a bunch of cardboard boxes and there's like a little target painted onto it. And then somebody jumps and gets hurt and you go, I can't believe it. Why would they jump? We didn't expect them to jump. We didn't tell right. them to jump. It's like, yeah, but you knew. Yeah. You knew and that's, and, and that's, <laughs> and that's exactly why the insurance exists. That yeah. is the very purpose of why the insurance exists. Well, I hope because it goes well for her, whoever covers yeah, what. I, 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 am, I hope I she am, gets more than just her medical covered too. Her life is, like we've said mm. fucking several times now, her life will never be the same. But yeah, unfortunately, see, she'll probably only get her medical bills covered. Right. As, as you know, I'm, I'm absolutely certain that all of her medical bills will absolutely be covered either through the insurance policy yeah. or Beyond through that, Twitch. Right. But as, as far as her longstanding well-being and health, yeah, she's probably fucked. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I hope it goes well for her. I don't know when. Although there is some there there is there is a lot of uh, interest on disabled people on that other platform that we don't know anything about. <laughs> I was going to say I was going to say her feet are still fine. A feet finder. Yeah, exists, so exactly. She's you know, already has finger, the name. She already has the platform. Uh, I don't know. I, I have a uh, yeah, I feel bad I, for it. There are options, is what we're saying. Yeah, you're fine. You know, you're. There are financial options for you that are not available to us. Uh oh, Q froze. You do re- this. This episode's going to run long. That that's fine. That's fine. Because I wanted to. <laughs> let's shift. <sighs> Let me grind the gears and shift real quick. Yeah, there uh, we go. I keep having I have connection issues with Twitch. No, that the whole phone pit idea was dumb. They should have never done it. But uh, I want I wanted I don't know if I, if we want to talk about Amaranth in this episode. Which one? I almost want to. She's the one. Oh, you didn't look her up. No, I was too busy sh- on. Oh, you had too many other things with the. Yeah, I had another talk whole about, topic. Okay, well maybe. Man, I don't know. We we almost need like three episodes. <laughs> or we'll just do like a podtacular. Uh, Drunken Halo long episode. So Amaranth, uh, another female streamer who's pretty big, who's often in like the hot tub uh, category, I guess you could say on Twitch. She's always one of the top, top like uh, streamers. Uh, you might have heard her name a while ago when she like spit whiskey in her cat's face and a lot of people are like, what the fuck? Yeah, she's been a controversial topic forever. Uh she released a video today of her like crying and talking to her husband and she came out and just said that he uh has been abusing her he's been forcing her to stream and taking control of all her her money uh abusing her threatening to kill her dogs and take away all her money that she's earned and like you know physically and mentally abusing her she showed a bunch of texts on her stream you know calling her a dumb fuck and worthless piece of shit and all this stuff and just being like a real real nice piece of work uh and like it just revealed all this crazy shit behind one of the biggest twitch streamers is now it looks like uh this might 
her entire career might not have never been her idea. Her husband might have forced her to do it and been abusing her all this time and keeping a majority of her money and whatnot. I don't know. It's a whole, it's a whole fucking thing. Oh, Q's gone. Oh, never mind. That's Fred. Q's here. <laughs> don't fuck with me like that we've had enough issues as it is what's up Smokey? yeah so i didn't know if we want to talk about her i almost want to do another episode let's save about, that one let's save that one for about, another episode i want to talk about females in gaming at, yeah. at conventions too but i want to have on a and i have so many in mind friends that are female gamers and go to convention i want to have one of them on with us so we can yeah. yeah, there's perspective. I don't want to talk out of school because we don't really know what it's like at all. Yeah, let's let's save that one. So maybe we'll talk about her and and see as as more of it develops too. Yeah, uh, let's, I just want to say Keemstar is a fucking piece of shit though. Uh, let's I've had, let's. I, I've had let's him blocked pin, on Twitter for years, but uh, he he literally came out when she said this and said, uh, "I'll I'll read it word for word." Clearly, husband is abusing. She showed the texts, but. Which right there, come on, dude. Yeah. Amaranth herself has scanned so many guys online claiming she was single for years. These Twitch streamers don't care about their viewers. They all just use you and your low IQs to fill their pockets. And he also put out another tweet that uh, Amaranth for years has been praised for being a genius businesswoman. Based on this new information, it looks like her hidden husband behind the scenes was the one making all the business moves. He said both of these things today. Like... Absolute let's, king of king of dipshits. The worst. Let's pin. Let's, let's pin, pin king that one to the wall. Let's pin. Let's pin <laughs> that one because I really want. Um, I really want to get um, our 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 common friend that you're gaming with, Calypso. Um, I don't want to use her. I don't want to use her name on the stream until she says. Um, yes okay. or no, but you know, she does, she does our D and D with us. Yeah. I, she's I, one I had in mind if she's not comfortable doing it. Uh, I, I think wanna, we're going to be talking about uncomfortable stuff. Of all so. of, of all of the people that I have gamed with over my decades of gaming, she is by far the number one person that I would absolutely want on this show, um, to discuss that she okay. is, she and I have had these types of discussions of, you know, of, of gender issues in gaming or just gender issues in general. I, I love her. She is literally in my top five people that I love on this planet. I love her. <laughs> I love so you had to think and put it. I did. It was like, do I have to put her in top like, 10 or top five? Like, yeah. Top five. Like, well, definitely top 20, top 10. Yeah. Probably top yeah, 10. Top yeah. Five? I had to, I had to step her down. I had to step <laughs> her down. Kept stepping her up. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely top five people that I would love. Um, cause she has such a wonderful outlook on things and, and her, okay. her, yeah. Anyway, I love yeah, her. We'll I really want that, her. Cause yeah. I, we like making jokes and being politically incorrect and whatnot. But we're definitely never going to be somebody like Keemstar. I'm never going to say I. I don't watch Amaranth. I'm not a fan of her content. Right. I'm. I'm not like. I think strip clubs are weird. I, why am I paying you to make me horny? That's fucking weird. <laughs> I can watch. I can watch it's, porn for free. I can't touch that either. Like. Yeah, it's, it's paying for the buffet and you can't eat at it either. Yeah, I never get like the simps and the like. I, I don't get that whole scene, so I'm not a part of it. But that doesn't mean that you completely write off everything that's happened there. So yeah, I definitely want to talk about yeah. it and like 
Yep, sex sells, and it's it is an it is an absolute it's sold forever. It's one of the longest running professions of all time. That's never I would, changed. Yeah, it's probably the longest profession, or like the oldest profession in the world. Is and it works. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, we need to talk about. Well, I don't know. Did you want to talk about the rooster teeth shit? There's so much that's going. Oh no, no, no. Thing. We have we have to talk about the rooster teeth shit. <laughs> like I have I have spent too much time. I've I've invested. I don't know about the oh, yeah. and stuff. We yeah, can't you do did, that. yeah. You did, yeah. Because I was like, I want to. You know, I messaged you earlier. I was like, oh, yeah. I really want to talk about the TwitchCon when, stuff. Oh, I guess we can save the stuff that happened with Bayonetta to also talk during that female. Yeah, I don't have time to deal with Bayonetta. We okay, only can do with yeah. That's a whole other thing. Yeah, we we <laughs> yeah we we need to deal with this specifically because okay. rooster because if, if you because don't know, I don't think I want to preface sum this it up. Well, I'm going to preface it saying um, I am a huge. Well, I followed Rooster Teeth from their early years. I'm, um, I've always been a fan of people within Rooster Teeth. I I've when, when been... I discovered I discovered Red versus Blue in 2012, which would have been right about the time they were starting to put content out. Maybe a little bit earlier. I I, I oh, can't been, remember. They've been around for a long time. I think they just yeah. said. I think they said this year is like their twentieth year. I think they've right. been going. I think Last they got year. big around Last like two thousand two or something. Yeah, I, I I started following Rooster Teeth in in two thousand twelve, two thousand eleven, sometime between two thousand ten, two thousand twelve, because that's when that's when the wife and I got together, and that's when it was shown to me, and I discovered it, and I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Oh yeah, Rooster Teeth, or sorry, Rooster Teeth, Red versus Blue. The first episodes came out in late two thousand two, early two thousand three. It looks like it depends what you count as coming out. Yeah, somewhere around there. Okay, so that so like I said, I discovered Red versus Blue in twenty eleven ish. Would have split the difference, and it was some of the funniest content that I'd ever seen, and. You know, I was a huge Halo fan, and I watched all of it. I consumed all of their content. I consumed when they when they divided Rooster Teeth into Achievement Hunter. You know, I was just I ate their content up, and when they split off and they did things like Ruby, Heather got Heather loves Ruby. We did a we did a costume for her. We did a we did a Ruby Rose costume for her. Um, I even did a, um, oh, God damn, the big, the big fucking scythe thing that she has. Um, yeah, I did whatever scythe yeah, gun thing. I, I wasn't a fan. I'm not a fan. I didn't follow it. I did a foam build for that gun for that costume. It's a killer fucking three piece. I huge even, thing. I don't even ABA watch phone. Ruby and I was still really broke me up the, the day that all the stuff went down with Monty. Yeah. And then, and then Monty passed and I'm like, Holy shit, he was such a good dude, you yeah. know, all this. So now with all quite the history. <laughs> yeah. So now that I've prefaced everything like how I feel about uh Rooster Teeth and everything that they've done, um, the information that's come out in the last seventy two hours of about their treatment of the LGBTQ plus community and the way they treat their employee their workers as a whole. Yeah. Um I've I've always makes me angry to no extent. I've always loved. Okay, let me. I'll give you my quick rundown of history of Rooster Teeth. I've always loved Bernie. Beyond, I think he's one of the best 
the best humans that we have out on Earth. The the stuff that he he says and he does. Right. His fucking his his vlog that he did for one year, uh, a couple years ago was fucking amazing. I watched every single episode. I fucking love Bernie, and so everything he was involved with at Rooster Teeth, I was like, fuck yeah. And then every time he stepped away from it, I was kind of like, eh, I don't really give a shit. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of Jeff, and I'm not a huge fan of Gus. Both of them. Gus has like a weird attitude where he's like so neutral. He's so. He's not. He tries very hard to be. He's not charismatic, but he's also yeah. like, yeah, he's like a true neutral. Yeah, he's. He Jeff tries is so like hard to... such a Jeff tries too hard, and he's he's always had like a. I don't want to say he's had an alcohol problem. Maybe that's well, the best, he, the well, nicest he does. Way to put now, it. Yeah, he he does admit. Um, in what we'll get to here in a little bit, he he's. Yeah, um, that's he's the worked nicest to... way I can put it. I guess well, so he, that he kind calls... of put me off of him. Yeah, he calls himself an al- alcoholic. He is recovering. He's yeah. gotten sober. He hasn't drank in X amount of time. So, like, like I said, if if Bernie was involved, I was like, fuck yes. As as soon as Bernie stepped away from Rooster Teeth, other than a few weeks ago, I downloaded their D and D podcast and have been listening to it. Other than that, I have not. Uh, consumed any Rooster Teeth content. Once Bernie was no longer involved, I, you know, I was gone way before the merger with WB when WB kind of bought them out and basically. I think, I think um, when Bernie stepped away is when I stopped watching. It wasn't because Bernie stepped away. Um, The whole attitude kind of changed though. Yeah, it just kind of happened. You know, I was was doing other things. Having somebody like, like him that has such a, a a great energy just brings everyone up basically. And I'm not even talking about like just happy, just he, he brings your attitudes up, but also the whole attitude and vibe of the room, you know, right. Bring the energy to good and stay away from well, some of the problems that they have basically caused this problem. I feel like if Bernie was there. Well, I, I saw, I saw a tweet on, on Twitter from a couple of hours ago that yeah. makes me that 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 really made me think about the fact that did did Bernie know the writing on the wall and leave? He he definitely left and he, he left and be he didn't want to be a part of as soon as they started to get corporatized and like right uh, it was it was like he knew his opportunity his time was done and he yeah. and on the surface it looked like a business decision. No, that I this think was, he was done. I think I think he knew what was going on, and I think he realized that he wasn't going to be able to change what was going on. Yeah, and he didn't want to be a part of that anymore. Right. He so put, he framed, I think you're 100 percent right. He framed yeah. it as a business decision and like, oh, I have better opportunities. But I feel like he really is like, I I, I got to step back. This is getting too big, and there's too many issues here that I do not want to address. Yeah. I don't want to be CEO. I don't want to be involved. Yep. And 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 while I give him credit for knowing when time to dip, I also now looking back at things, this is from this is the armchair quarterback or the Monday morning quarterback, I think is a better way of putting it. Why did you um, run it? Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't you do something about it? Yeah. Because you could have done something about it. Now, like I said, this is in reference to well, a long time before he left. He already handed over his CEO title to uh Matt. Right. So, so he was he would had already stopped or started stepping away a long time ago and stopped going to meetings and stopped being on the podcast and stuff in a lot. 
I think way early on, I don't want to say it's because of Michael, but it feels like shortly after they brought on Michael full-time, he kind of brings an energy to the office, and I feel like Bernie, Bernie's like an old guy. Yeah. Well, he, I don't he, think it's... I don't, I don't think, think I don't think this is it. I'm just saying this is yeah. a, this is a one player and a whole team of issues that kind of well, pushed him away. I think that what you're saying is these things are happening. It's a convergence. You can't point it. Oh, it's this issue that did it. Yeah. It's more yeah, we of could list a, we could list a whole bunch right. of stuff that he he's he was done way before he was done is basically what right. I'm saying. So let's let's go ahead. We haven't really addressed the elephant that's in the room with this. Oh, yeah, maybe um, a lot of people haven't heard about it. If you're not right. on Twitter, again, I say so. You need to be on Twitter. But. So what this is in reference to is um, one of their former employees, Caden. Uh, Caden was a part of the Rooster Teeth. I think it was the Achievement Hunter News. It was their gaming news mm-hmm. um, video they put out. I think it was a monthly thing they put out. was like, what's going on in gaming? And he kind of got his start dealing with uh, dealing with that. They brought him in uh, in 2013 and he spent the, he spent that year managing their rooster teeth gaming or achievement hunter gaming or whatever it was at the time. And he came into the culture at the time. Um, and there was a lot of toxic masculinity. And one of the things that I want to preference going forward is we're going to use, we're going to use language that is very unbecoming of, individuals oh okay (laughs) i'm going to i'm going to use the words so i'm just letting you know i'm going to use them i'm going to use them in context of this is what they did i don't condone this this type of language but i'm also going to contextualize it in this and some other stuff here shortly because i've really been thinking about this this has really upset me it really really has because i'm a i'm a huge fan of rooster teeth i have had the privilege of creating content with with Jeff, with uh, with Gavin, and with Michael, I personally have had that privilege. And with that being said, I want to I want to deal with this. Mm-hmm. Um, he came in uh, and was working and doing a lot of work for them. And we what what we've learned from him now is that, and I want to stop saying him. I'm going to stop using him now. Um, he. He came out in uh, 2016 as trans and began using the pronouns uh, she and her. And then in 2018, uh, had the confirming surgery. And, you know, Caden is now um, a woman as far as I'm concerned. And fuck you if you disagree with me. Um, So she uh, she worked through 2013 as basically an unpaid contractor with them under the agreement that she was going to be paid and she was never paid. She worked all the way up until here just a, you know here just recently within the last few weeks and she has come out and said um hey I was treated very poorly um as someone who is um LGBTQ IA+ and all the acronyms I'm sorry if I don't get them right um they before I came out as trans I was referred to, you know, I was given the nickname of faggot. And that's a that's a pretty harsh word that was given. Um she didn't come out and say who was who had given her those that nickname, but she was given that nickname by people in the um the in the achievement hunter space. community. Yeah. Yeah. And she 
was referred to on con- in content as Fugs. That was her nickname. People in the community, people on the website um, uh, referred to... that she had never, you know, come out and said, this is my nickname. They just started calling her a yep. shortened, abbreviated version of the full word. Right. They started and calling she, her Fugs. And she couldn't use that word. Well, the, the, the content creators that referred to her as fugs because it's a, it's kind of bad. It's bad publicity to say the word. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk well, about faggot get, over here. You get demon. There's a whole thing of, you can't put that word out on, on your right. content you're putting out. Yeah. So they like kind so, of snuck it in. It, at least that's yeah. how it, it's explained. So I, after I'm, the fact. I'm taking a risk having this conversation because I am monetized on here, but you know what? This is conversation that needs to be had because this is a problem. Hmm. Um, and if I get demonetized for it, Fuck it. We'll, we'll okay. deal with it later. It only we'll lost like 40 cents. You it's fine. Well, yeah, <laughs> something like that. So, um, you know, so she's come out and said, okay, I have these problems with them on a personal level because of the, their references towards me. I went to human resources at rooster teeth and they literally did nothing. You know, they were, they, the, the human resources ter- told her, Oh, this is literally just content. It's a joke. Don't worry about it. Don't, you know, her thing was like people, people on the website is calling me this. Like I have a big problem. Please let's do something about it. And they were, you know, she was told, Oh, don't worry about what they're saying on the, the, the comments. Don't worry about the YouTube comments. Don't worry about the, the website comments. That's a, that's a big deal. Yeah. Well, it wasn't even that they were also treating her differently uh, across right. the board. They would treat her differently in the office. They'd make jokes. Yeah, uh, her expense all the time. They were literally also underpaying her by almost half, according to Yay, her. Yay! Thanks, I, Rebel. I, I guess <laughs> I guess we would have to confirm. I'm just going to take her word for it at this point, though. She was being paid about forty thousand. The next lowest paid person, the next step up from her doing the same role, was getting paid seventy thousand. That's huge. Like, she was literally felt like she was being underpaid by thirty thousand because she was doing just as much work and just as much. You know, Thank as you, many Rebel. projects as they were, and she's getting thirty thousand less than they are. That's that's big. I mean, that's that's huge. When she like, got paid, I should say, by the way, because often yeah. they weren't well, paying her. They weren't paying her, and one of the one of the issues that she had is that she was not only not being paid for just her, you know, for her role as a content creator. Um, she was not being paid. Uh, she was not being paid for her voiceover work or voice acting, which yeah. is that is a huge no no in content creation and voiceover work. Like I've never I've never done voiceover work at the level that she's done it, but mm. you get paid and you get credited. That's a big fucking deal. <clears throat> and so while you know, so while she's getting attacked personally for her you know, her, her, her stance as LGBTQ and, you know, her being trans and all these things, that's an issue. Like that's a, that's a huge issue. So we're going to take that issue and we're going to put it over there. Now we're going to talk about the fact that she also spent, you know, a lot of time in the last 24 hours talking about the fact that these are workers issues. This isn't trans issues. This is workers issues which is my, you know, my, my beautiful wife. She is working on her master's and will be doing her PhD in inclusion in the LGBT community in modern day society. That's her, that's her soapbox. My soapbox is workers' rights. Yeah. And 
she you know, she went unpaid for an entire year for her work in 2013. Then she's you know not getting paid the 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 the, the amount that she's worth at an industry standard. You know, so that's a problem. Now, then she's talking about how Rooster Teeth has a policy that if you're a paid employee, you don't get paid extra for voiceover work, which is a huge no-no. She was told that she would have to move to Los Angeles and work from the Los Angeles office because they're doing other work, and they weren't going to adequately you know, pay her to make up the difference between cost of living between... Austin, Texas, and Los Angeles, which is fucking huge, by the way. Yeah. And the only reason why she didn't get, she lucked out with that compensation is she was told to do this, and then COVID happened, which means she did everything, you know, she had to work from home, so she didn't have to change and move to Los Angeles and was able to continue working from home. COVID saved her situation. These are huge issues, and these are issues that make me incredibly angry. And one of the issues that I've noticed looking back on it with conversations, I've spent, I spent three hours Oreo um, going back and, and reviewing well, inf- everything that happened. And, this isn't you know, even, well, I, I had, well, I had an epiphany. Like I said, um, she kind of got the worst of it, but it, it well, yeah, she, but she wasn't the there's only actually one. quite a few workers that they've, I've, I've had a friend that worked for them uh, after the merger and I've heard so many, of them, none of the none of the like main people that we've named or anything, uh, different HR people or whatever. I've heard people blame the WB merger being the problem of why they weren't paying people. But she's not the only one that wasn't getting paid. There's a number, tons of people throughout the years just not getting paid or getting and, underpaid or well, and not just and not just underpaid slash not paid, but just not given the credit or the recognition that they're really re- you know required to get just based on what they're doing. Yeah, you know, looking back at it from my personal position, um, I I was a part of when Destiny. Worked, this was probably the the King's Fall era of Destiny. Um, I was a part of, uh, yeah, exactly right, Rabble. This is a whole issue that has to be dealt with the labor board, and I hope the Texas labor board gets involved with this. But, um, years I think ago, people have looked into it. The problem is, it's the way they bring them on. They bring them on as contractors, and yeah. they're able to, you know, they're able to take the Donald Trump approach. Well, and again, they all, every time I've heard it, it's always been blamed on like WB or upper management yeah. or that we no longer handle that or, you know, that's through the our pay provider. And like there's been a whole well, stream of issues. When I did when I did the um, like I said, I, I had the opportunity to do some gaming with um, Jeff and Michael and Gavin for. And they um, didn't pay Q even. What the yeah, well, yeah, and, and and we you know we we did a we did a um uh, a Crota raid in Destiny One, and looking back on it back then, I was just excited to be in the video. That's it. You know, I don't the, the video was never released. You know, at this point, but I was just excited to be a part of that. Like, oh my god, yeah. I could be in a Brewster Teeth or Achievement Hunter video. Well, I that's feel like f- they take advantage of that, whether on purpose that's, or that's, not. That's where that, I was going. That's with why it, so many that, people work for free for them because of yes. that. Oh, I'm in a rooster well, team. That's how Axiomet got involved. Is he was working for free doing Minecraft videos? Like yeah. that's how he got in. That's how Michael 
got involved in the early days through his rage quit stuff. You know, so looking back at it from that, that was my perspective of like, oh my God, I have the opportunity to be a part of Rooster Teeth and Achievement Hunter. That's the greatest payment ever, you know, and that's where it ended. But looking back at it now, a decade later, or however God long it's been, and you're like, well, shit, I should have been, they should have reached out to me and said, okay, what's your information so we can give you credit? Even though this content was never released, that doesn't matter. The accreditation for the content should still exist. But that yeah. leads me that leads me to another thing that I wanted to, to, to let you know, because I'm so angry about this. Um, I was having a conversation with a very close friend of mine, and we, you know, we talked about this, and I was like, I'm going to... After he told me his story, I was like, we're going to heavily redact this to, to not reveal names. But uh, he basically created some media material for Achievement Hunter. And it was never it was never initially meant to be a part of Achievement Hunter or, or Rooster Teeth in general. But the the member, the founding, some of the founding fathers found this material hilarious and wanted to bring it a part of the merchandise of of rooster teeth and now it is an incredibly piece incredibly popular piece of merchandise that this gentleman created and he's never been paid for it nothing the you know not a not a dime that was ever given to him for literal you know you know artistic licensing and they're selling it on their webpage they're selling it now like I said, I'm not going to, like, I, I I promised him I wouldn't say what, but like I said, it, it's incredibly popular on the website. And he created, it was his brainchild, and he's received, not mm-hmm. only has he, not only he's has he not, re, yeah, not only has he not re, received, you know, financial gain from. Yeah, or even recognition that he created. Yeah, yeah not they even. They didn't even a, pay him in exposure. Yeah, that, yeah, that's the thing is they didn't even, oh, it's for exposure. They didn't even get fucking that. You know, so that's a that's a big issue, and it seems to be systemic across a lot of Rooster Teeth, and because of what Rooster Teeth created, they see it as you know you get your own exposure, you get to be a part of it, so that's the payment that you get. You know, um, I saw a, I saw a post on on Twitter. I, I mentioned it to you, or I think I mentioned it to you. That was like, no, I don't think I did. I take that back. It was a, it was a tweet that said, you know, we should not expect so much from three Xbox gamers that wanted to call their, they call their business cockbite. No, like, this is rooster teeth. Yeah, but that, but they, <laughs> they wanted to call it cockbite. So you know, to sit here and hear that they are well, they've done taking it. Uh, no, go ahead. It's, it's twofold. They've done amazing, crazy amount of stuff. For that exact thing, three dudes that like to get drunk and do dumb shit and make stupid jokes, and the amount they built off of that in the last twenty years is fucking nuts. But they they've gotten a little too big for their own good. It feels like, and it got even worse when they started to get investors and get corporate, and then they started to get multiple locations, and now now they have like almost five hundred employees or something. I I guess official paid employees who knows how many more interns and free stuff and community made things that they're just stealing from like it's gotten so big so fast and now every time a problem comes up everyone blames everything else 
And like, so I don't know what's going to get solved. Right. And, and that's, a, and that's an issue. That's a, um, that's a problem that needs to be addressed on, on their end. And it needs to be something that, that it needs to be dealt with. And, um, it, like I said, it makes me, it makes me very angry because I have been a long time fan of, of Rooster Teeth. Um, their, their let's play videos are some of the, are some of the very basic inspirations for me wanting to do what I do. You know, I, I wanted, I've wanted to be, I've wanted to stream and I've wanted to create content because I looked to Jack, Jeff, Ryan, Michael, and Gavin as inspiration to be like, I, this is, this is what I want to create. I want people to laugh and, and be entertained at a level that they created for me. And to see them treating their own employees so horribly. Like I, I, I said this earlier that, and you know, I wanted to like, I wanted to really come back to this name calling incident as one of the things that I've said, you know, to me, all of my friends in, 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 in Oreo, you know, this too. If I'm not picking at you, if I'm not calling you names, I don't like you, you know, I, you know, yeah. that, that joker, like what you doing? Fuck face. You know, that's the type of like, it's a guy thing. It's a, it is a millennial yeah. guy well, thing. Th- yeah. Everyone does it. The problem is when it's obviously causing discomfort and they're not liking it, then right. you need to stop it. And, and I am, especially uh, if it's one specific word that like that word. should very clearly, they don't enjoy it. Yeah. And, you don't and go, I, all right, well, we'll just change it to a shorter version of that word. How's yeah. that? Well, you know, I pride myself in being a good judge of person. Like I can read people pretty well. Mm. And, you know, the idea of if I would say these things to, to, to you and you went to, to Smokey Joe or, or someone else was like, you know, you know, Q-Stick said this to me and that really upset me. And say Smokey Joe came to me and said, Hey Q, um, that thing you said to Oreo really upset him. I would be devastated. Like I can't even, there's, there's not words in the English language to describe how just like it upsets me thinking about this possibility. You know what I mean? Like I would be, I would be so distraught knowing that I hurt your feelings you know, in a way that I never intended to, you know, but I would, but in, but that, with that being said, because that was basically what, what Michael said in his apology was, Hey, I grew up in a time in a culture where calling you names was just what we did. You know, it was like, Oh man, me too. But then on the other hand, I would also, you know, pride myself on being a judge of the situation going, you know what? Calling this person, that word's probably not a good idea. Yeah, well, especially yeah. like later when she came out, then you'd be yeah. like, you know what, we should probably not use that word anymore. Right. And and I was just, I, I would be devastated. Yeah. I, I would be devastated. And they don't seem to care. No, one of the you more know, official uh, yeah. Rooster Teeth apology was so... Oh, the root, the, the official Rooster Teeth apology was... The one that the, doesn't even say sorry in it anywhere? Yeah, was the worst thing I've ever seen. 
Yeah. But if someone came to me that was, I was friends with and said, um, yeah, exactly. Rabble's a hundred percent. Right. Uh, you know, being a part of being uh, part of being becoming friends with someone is knowing when and what is okay to call someone like they know you're exactly it. And in it, in the issue that I've seen here is they didn't have that like filter in place, and that's mm-hmm. what makes me so angry. And it just makes me sad and disappointed. Yeah, you know, I mean, and it's you know, I'm sitting here because you know Heather and I were sitting going through this stuff earlier, and I was reading things to her, and she was like, you know, I want to, you know, what what does Gavin have to say about this? Because she's a big fan of the slow-mo guys and stuff yeah. like that. And I was like, okay, well, let's see what Gavin has to say. And Gavin pretty much had the same tone the same, of... Same exact yeah, thing that Jeff and Michael and the official, they pretty much all yeah. said the same thing. And I was like, ooh, that, that makes a... That's a problem, and I have a problem with that, and that's so upsetting, and it's so heartbreaking. You know, and then... You know, I, I, you know, I've been following this now and reading and there's stuff still, it's still coming out. There's live reactions as we're talking about this on the show. People are still talking about it. The, you know, people that were in the know are still talking about it. You know, there's some, some people are not, that were not a, you know, not an issue. Ray wasn't a part of this and, and, and neither was Matt, neither was Jeremy, yeah. neither was Micah, you know. Well, it made me feel bad for two, like, new people that would come on and, they were already calling her fugs and then they'd be like, Oh, you're and not even fugs? knowing. Like, yeah. Not even knowing. Not like, even knowing. You're just that continuing this was... to add on to. And, and that's heartbreaking. It's absolutely heartbreaking because an unexcusable joke that you didn't even know about just continued for years. Like, right. Yes. Who would have even known that fugs would have been, I mean, I mean, looking at, I never would have. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, because you know, everybody gets the weird nicknames and, Half the time, you don't know where the shit comes from. You know, the person coming into the stream right now would see Oreo. Where the hell did Oreo come from? Where did Q-Stick come from? Where did Rabble just come from? You know, they don't pay no attention to it. They, you know, it's just a nickname. It's just a gamer tag. It's just a whatever. And then to, to find out that not only was this something that the person didn't want, they didn't want that nickname, that this nickname is incredibly offensive. Yeah. You know, it's just it makes me it makes me so sad because I built a lot of what I wanted to do in my personal life, like podcasting and gaming and doing all these things. It was because of Rooster Teeth. Yeah, well, because I feel of like Ro- they've influenced so many people. Yeah, hundreds of people, the thousands of people that were a part of you know RTX and that were a part of you know all of these different all of these offshoots. And then to find out that it's oh my goodness they're they're really pieces of shit. Yeah, Fuck. Well, you know I'm not it, a piece it, of shit. I try very hard not to be a piece of shit. No, even though you know we are the politically incorrect gamers, we still try not to be pieces of shit. We we'll try to make the, the right jokes, and then if if it came out that we made a joke, we wouldn't continue it basically. If it yeah. was hurting somebody, yeah. If somebody came to me and we're said, trying to be idiots and be funny, not like yeah drive you down and completely crush your soul for years. <laughs> exactly. 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 So yeah. if Dustin came to me and said, it really hurts my feeling when you talk about my sleepy time podcast, <laughs> we'll probably just stop talking about their sleepy time podcasts. Yeah. We just wouldn't talk about them at all, but 
I, I just, I, I, I it, make, it makes me so angry that you okay. had, you had, okay. you, you had, some, go ahead. It's weird too, right? When you think about it, Jeff and Gus are, well, it was Jeff, Gus and Bernie. So of course they're the only two left, but even beyond when they started hiring people, almost they don't have hardly any of those original people anymore, other than like maybe Barbara and Gavin. Yeah, I was say, yeah, Bar- well, but Gavin doesn't do anything with them much anymore. No, and, really. and and Barbara, she came on. She didn't come on until the late. Yeah, she was a little late. That yeah, the thing, like, it, it really made me sad that Gavin. It seems like he added on to it though. He did, and and the thing that you know, and and the wife and I, because she she loves Gavin. You know, we talked about that and. You know, maybe you can you can justify it as you know Gavin has always been so incredibly clueless. Yeah, that maybe he, he didn't know. He I didn't fully know. But then on the other hand, it still makes me not. If you use that word, how do you not know? It still kind of ruins <laughs> your character for me. Yeah, and and that's and that's where I'm coming from. From it is literally like, the one person that I'm yeah. still gonna follow. And only because of what she did. Barbara completely changed her bio. I don't know if you noticed that on Twitter. I didn't notice it on her. I didn't notice the bio. All it says is she, her. She completely removed all information about her working for Rooster Teeth. I don't know if she still does work for Rooster Teeth. Or she does. If she just took that out just in support. Because she just changed it today. Yeah, I I was looking for... Because I noticed that she hasn't... uh, Okay, I, I, I didn't notice that when I looked before. She hasn't... Yeah, she hasn't um, really said anything. She I said s- nothing. She has probably reached out to Caden personally, yeah. but and and I yeah. and I hope because you know Barbara has always been a community manager, so I'm sure that she, um, yeah. Well, she's probably wondering what to do at this point too. Yeah, and you know she because she's always had that role, so I trust her enough to know. Well, I hope to trust her enough that she can step back and say, okay, as a former community manager, because I don't think that's what she does now. Um, how would I handle it then? And what do I need to do going forward? Because that's her job. That was yeah. my job essentially as a convention runner at the time. That was basically my job was handling the community. So it was very much like, okay, how should I, how should I portray myself or how should I be and interact with the the community. So hopefully she's smart enough to, 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 to deal with that and, and know what to do. And yeah, I'm sure that's, she'll handle that's it in a good way. I don't yeah. Know. I, I hope that's the thing is I hope that she does um, taking a step and saying she, her, that's a, that's a big step forward. I think she already um, had that in her bio. If I remember right, it just also said her, you know, affiliations with Rooster Teeth. She just took that yeah. all out and just left. She, her, yeah. which to me is a big, that does more than the fake apologies that the rest of them said. She's so it, you know, silently supporting Caden and everything. I'm just she, her, the rest of it's yeah. gone. Probably reached out privately and said, I'm so sorry. You know, I'm sure Barbara's a good person. It just makes me disappointed. Like I, like I, I said, I, though, I kind of, I kind of already stepped away when Bernie took a step back. I kind of looked at it. And like you said, I, back then when he took a step away, I was like, I think it's time for me to take a step away too. I think he's making the right call that they're getting a little too. I left. I don't know what the word for it is, but I left kind of when Bernie left, not just because Bernie left. That was a part of it, but because 
that unwritten, unspoken message that he, why he was stepping away, I took it as, oh, okay, they're, they're different now. I also don't really want to be a part of this community anymore. I, I left, I left the Rooster Teeth community around the same time that Bernie left. And I, I only really left it just because I kind of lost interest. Yeah. And I had other things going on. Um, I was following Rooster Teeth mostly for two reasons. I was following their, I was following um, Red versus Blue, but I was also following their Let's Play Minecraft on on their Friday stream, mm. and I just kind of lost interest in their on the Let's Play Minecraft. And then when Red versus Blue transitioned to the Halo Four source code. I was just kind of like, eh, I'm not. The, the story could have ended with the revelation of what church was, and spoiler yeah. alert, you know, and like they could have ended there. Like that, let's just put a cap on that story and let's bookend it right there. Yeah. This is the well, end of Red versus Blue because it was they a, added a ton of new content, and I was kind of the same way. I was like, I'm not interested in any of this new stuff. You, you guys are so off the wall that. It felt like a new kind of content. You know how they added like 40 new projects, but yep. they weren't doing the old stuff anymore. And I just wasn't interested. Because, I mean, I, I did get a kick out of Rooster Teeth in their early days that after like, what, season two, like all of a sudden they had a plot. And it was <laughs> yeah. a pretty good plot. And I was I was a part of it. I was cool with it. I enjoyed it. I liked the freelancer idea, you know, and what, um, yeah, exactly. What Rabbit Hood Free. <laughs> RVB has a story like it, it did. It, I, I it, it, it developed. A, I, I it, didn't watch it the later seasons, but <laughs> it developed a story, and the story was pretty good. Like I'll give them credit. Like I was invested in and in knowing how it was going to turn out, and then all of a sudden you reach the end of Church's arc, which was Bernie's arc, and you're like, okay, cool, we could end there. Yeah. And it, and it should have ended there. And that's where I stopped paying any attention to it because I just didn't care. And it was at that moment that I just stopped paying attention to uh, Red versus Blue. And I stopped paying attention to the Achievement Hunter. And it just didn't... I mean, it wasn't anything in specific that, like... It wasn't anything negative. It was just, like, life moved in this direction. Yeah. And... I feel like a lot of people left around that time. They had a weird transition that yeah. they kind of shifted their focus from they I guess a good way to put it they focused more on monetization they were more about a lot more content on a lot more platforms and their first subscribers and a bunch they just got a completely different way it was no longer entertainment focused and it was just not for me and I feel like a lot of people well, left a lot of people left and they started focusing on you know, people that had followers and, you know, growing, you know, their subscriptions, like you said, and, and it just, you know, they brought in Funhouse and those guys. And then from what I've been reading now, as of late, it was like the Funhouse guys are like, they've got no drama. They're just creating content, which yeah. is awesome. Well, but this, it, it doesn't look good for Achievement Hunter either. Cause they had that, what was that two years ago? Did other, the sexual, Oh man, the the Ryan Hayworth situation, yeah. and you know, and that just—I liked Ryan. I thought Ryan was 
like that very dry comedy type person, which was great to like you had people like Michael or Gavin that were very much like ah, all directions. And, you know, and then you had Ryan that would like grab them and reel them in. And it was such a great dynamic. And then you find out, oh, yeah, he's been soliciting minors. And you're like, oh, my God, like he's been on the on the uh, the Rooster Teeth website in their, you know, in their community, on their online community and, you know, messaging people and, you know, sending you know, sexting back and forth with, yeah. you know, 16, 17 year old kids. And you're like, oh, God damn it. You know, yeah. and that that's what makes me angry is I look at it from, from that perspective looking in and I'm like, oh yeah, he's basically a pedophile. Like, Motherfucker. You know, it's like, I liked this guy. You know, yeah. Ryan was one of my favorites in the community. I thought he was really funny and had that like bland way of, you know, he was, he was older than the rest of them. So he was that, you know, kind of like pulling them in and reining them into that, that type of, you know, content. And you're like, oh, he's just a piece of shit. Fuck me. It makes me feel bad, too, for uh, all the community that now might feel lost. Like, am I still supposed to support them or not? And it makes me feel bad for the rest of the people that still work there that have nothing to do with the bad stuff. They didn't do any part of it. Now, now, what do you do? Do you stay? Do you keep working? Yeah, never meet your heroes. Exactly, fucking not worth it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's it's what do you? Yeah, what do you? They'll do? They'll never be what you have in your head. It's like you yeah. know when like they make a a book into a movie. It's yeah, never the characters <laughs> you. That yeah, don't meet your heroes. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly Phil. Yeah, it, it's just it, it's so it's so disheartening because you know. Ryan was Ryan was booted away and cast out. And, you know, Joel was another one that was he was cast out because of his, you know, his uh, political affiliations. You know, uh, you know, Joel was was very conservative, you know, you know, libertarian type. Very outspoken, (laughs) very outspoken, you know, and was giving a lot of (laughs) he was giving a lot of financial advice and all of his advice turned to shit. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) it all turned to shit. Yeah, it's too so bad because I really liked Joel too. He was funny. But. Yeah, he was incredibly funny. As a matter of fact, it was just two days ago. It was Friday that I decided that I I actually I just unfollowed him on Twitter, not knowing all of this was going on. I just unfollowed him because he was he was tweeting things. It was like, man, you're like right there on the edge of you know. Yeah, I unfollowed him a few years ago. Yeah. I can't remember what he said, but he it was a little too wild for me. I was like, okay. You know, and then there was then there was that that reference. They never came out with it and said, you know, someone was going to bring a gun to Rooster Teeth to prove a point. And it was all about the Second Amendment stuff. And looking back on it, I know exactly who it was, you know, and it was it was Joel. We we know that. I know that. You know that. We know who it was. But I mean, he was like, oh, he was let go because of, you know, things he was posting online. Well, like whatever i don't yeah they, again they just got a little too big and they're a little too corporate now they basically they have investors and a bunch of stuff they have to answer to it's it's not the well, same it, i mean it, i it's never going to be the same <laughs> i can definitely see i mean it would be an incredibly hard transition to make you know it was like if you know it really it, it, if pig's pod went corporate it would be incredibly incredibly hard to make that transition well they, nobody would we would never be able to 
Why? <laughs> Wouldn't they, be able to say anything. You'd have to yeah. change everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would be... That, that's the is, definition of a sellout. Yeah, you, I mean, I can definitely you, see that you it's... take money over who you actually are. Yeah, and, 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 and I can definitely see it being a huge issue. You know, and I definitely that there's growing pains, but this was this was a corporation that never really ever meant to exist. Yeah. Well, and And, a lot of people were just kind of along for the ride. Barbara and Gavin and them never knew how big it was going to get. They just happened to still be there. Yeah. And, And, you know, to to be a to be a to be a business that started out in somebody's bedroom. Yeah, well, and you outlived how many other tech businesses? MySpace, Napster, fucking... Oh, started yeah. Around, started around the same time as these huge tech companies, and they're still around, and those huge companies are not, so... I, I couldn't imagine... I couldn't imagine being in the position that they were in, trying to run their business, trying to continue to create content. You know, I, I mean, I, I, I mean, I just... I. It, I can't wrap my mind around the the possibility of someone coming to me and saying, I'm going to pay you a thousand dollars a day to put out content. Yeah. And that's well, essentially what they, you know, like they're so big. There's an RTX convention. That's just oh, yeah. for people that like rooster teeth. Yeah. I, I had friends that went, I have friends that, that went, uh, there's no, there's every no, single year. There's no like anime conventions for one anime. There's like anime conventions for a bunch of animes. Right. That, that, that's yeah, these, crazy. These guys, a convention for just you're into their content so much. <laughs> yeah, and and it was huge. I mean, you know, we're talking in the the twenty the twenty ten to twenty fifteen time frame that you know I I would have given anything. I mean, Heather and I talked about it for a couple of years of going. Um, we're we're we were, we really want to go to RTX. Like I I really want to go and visit RTX and. And and be a part of that because I've gamed with these people. I want to meet them in person because that would be really cool. And I had friends that went close, personal, like in real life friends that yeah. they went every year because number one, they wanted to be a part of it. But number two, they helped the community grow. Make it. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the person that brought me into that, that raid of Crota with Jeff and, and, and the rest of them. You know, he he went every year to RTX and it was like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to go because I know that I'm going to go hang out with them behind scenes because I helped be a part of that. You know, so to sit here and go something that I've watched and been a part of, that's what makes I think that what is what makes me so angry with the situation. You know, right now is I was a part of this this community growing to what it is. I know it's like. Point zero 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 one percent a part zero of it. Zero one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pick it. <laughs> add any number of ones or zeros to that one, and I but will still, accept. You it. were there from the beginning, and it, now it's still a thing. It, but yeah, and it make and it makes me upset because you know, fortunately, they didn't give me credit in the content, so I think the outside world you doesn't make know a tweet, uh, a, a tweet longer, a tweet about it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> You know, maybe not right now. That's kind of poor timing, but yeah, yeah. Thankfully, yeah, exactly. <laughs> me Thank- too. Me too. You know, <laughs> thankfully, I wasn't you know named in part of it. But on the flip side, I know that I was a part of it, and that makes me angry because it was so special to me, and 
I remember when we were doing, when I was doing the raid, um, Heather had already gone to bed and Heather got up at like, you know, midnight, one o'clock to go to the bathroom. And I was like, Hey, you need to come here a second. And she's like, what? And I'm like, here, here, put these on, you know, listen to this. Do you recognize those voices? And she was like, Oh my God, is that, is that Gavin? Is, is, is that Jeff? Like, what are you doing? How are you a part of this? I'm like, yeah, I am a part of this. How fucking cool is that? And she thought that was the coolest thing ever. She got to say hello to Gavin, who is one of her favorite people. And then to turn around and see them like, oh, no, they're pieces of shit. You know, (laughs) using using words that were meant to harm people. It, it, It just. You know. It makes yeah, I me. It, to, I don't even know what to do with it anymore. Yeah, it makes me really upset, and it, I'm I'm glad that I'm not on paper affiliated with it, even though, you know, in my heart and in now on this podcast, you know, affiliated with it. It just really makes me upset. It's like I don't really want to be a part of it because, you know, my you know Heather, I don't know if I've said this on this podcast or not, but you know my wife has come out as bisexual. And so I'm, I am a part of this community and to hear these people saying these things and to have somebody come out and say these things makes me so angry. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. I don't want to like think about it anymore. This is all we're going to talk about it. This episode. (laughs) <laughs> we're not going to talk about rooster teeth anymore. Yeah, we're done. That's it. Like I yeah, said until like two weeks ago when we had talked about doing D&D, I'd looked up like some D&D podcasts, so I downloaded the rooster teeth one. And I'd been listening to it, but I probably won't listen to it anymore, even though the only ones that are on there are people that are completely not involved in the, any of the stuff that happened. Uh, it, it still feels like weird. I don't yeah. Know. Also, I don't want it to influence our campaign. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So but I have been I have been watching The Witcher though. Uh, by the way, I just started it over because I finally convinced my wife to watch it. So we watched episode one tonight, and she like she's like we should watch episode two before we go to bed. Like she fucking loves it. I'm telling the the amount of shit that happens in episode one blows away the entire first season of House of Dragons. Mm, that's good. N- not a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. Not, not sponsor. a sponsor. And I can't use it. It's already been a cream of the week. But fucking if you haven't watched Witcher yet. Or Edge Runners. It almost makes me want to play fucking the Witcher game, even though it came yeah, out. Yeah, I've never, I've never had that opportunity to play those. Well, yeah. Oh, Ravel said something. Napster is still a business, I believe. Uh, Best Buy or one of their affiliated companies bought the name and is using the name Napster. It's not the same Napster company, if I remember right. I think it's like how uh, Kodak is still around, but it's not actually Kodak. Some other companies bought and used the name Kodak. The same with Polaroid. Uh, it's one of those things. Like, imagine if we could buy uh, Twitch as they burn, crash and burn themselves by running such a horrible TwitchCon. If we could buy the name, we'd just keep it the same name because you already have the name recognition. So, I think you'd have to look that up. But I'm pretty sure Best Buy owns the name now through one of their companies that they own. If I remember right, I don't know. It's hard to follow all these corporate yeah, I'll, billionaires I'll take your, and shit. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> uh, I'm sure if you go far enough up the ladder, they're probably owned by Jeff Bezos. I don't know, though. 
or Elon yeah. Musk. It's hard or to say. Or Disney. Yeah. Yeah, Disney might own them. What are the five fucking companies? Walmart, Disney, Google, Elon Musk, and Jeff Bezos? Yeah, pretty much. It's actually kind of scary when you look up how many assets and how many things Amazon owns. It's yeah. a little scary. Like 68% of the internet, and I think the last time I looked at this stat, it was actually like three or four years ago, so it might be more. Like, So we'll say 69, because that's a cool round number. 69% of the internet is run on fucking Amazon-owned servers. Facebook's on Amazon-owned servers. I'm surprised that number is that low. Yeah. It's like, probably more now. Like I said, when I yeah, looked that number that, up, it was several it, years ago. It, it wouldn't surprise me if somebody came at me and said, yeah, Bezos owes... Oh, he's freezing up again. He's, he's got to think about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. Oh, look, it's the fucking OBS is reconnecting again yeah, because that's what... Again. Yeah, because that's what OBS does, so... Once again, I greatly apologize to Obi, those of you that are on the live stream, because I don't, I don't know how to fix that. Oh, look, but on the I, upside, shout out to all of to, our viewers. Yeah, well, welcome, Phil and Rabble. Smoke no, is here for a minute. We have uh, currently you ten have to viewers. Explain what or who Rooster Teeth is? Sometimes, no, you don't yeah. want to know, Phil. Don't worry about it. It's too late. You missed out on the golden years. Now they're on their golden shower years, and they are just pissing away their name from what they had before. It's like what Halo is now. If you if you were there back in the day, fucking amazing. One of the best things ever. Now it's a little too late to get involved. You kind of missed out. <laughs> same thing. Rooster Teeth and Halo, same same thing, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but no, what I was going to say, uh, the amount of assets that Amazon owns... You, yeah, it's crazy. It, it would take one of the huge world leader c- countries to get together and put money together to purchase all their assets from Amazon. They own so much shit that, like, you, as a country, Mexico couldn't get together and get enough money together to buy half of Amazon's assets even. Right. Like, it's nutty. It's a little scary when you, especially in America where we used to be worried about monopolies, but now we're not. Yeah. The Apparently we just don't care anymore. Sony because they think Call of Duty will be taken off of the PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> like who, right. who is it nestle or one of those companies owns fucking like almost every food industry speaking of that did you see smith and albertson's is gonna uh possibly merge um i hadn't it's seen gives, that one it'll give smith's control of about 65 percent of the food market yeah like i hadn't heard that one was going to happen i heard that there were some other ones that were about to go down yeah, back. Kroger. I say Smith. Sorry, it's Kroger. Is the it's company. Kroger. It's it's Kroger on my side of the company or country. Yeah, they're gonna buy. Well, supposedly for twenty billion, they're merging with Albertsons. Yeah, uh, yeah. So they'll own the Kroger brand, the Albertsons brand, but then like twenty other brands underneath that. Which someone ran the numbers and said it's about sixty percent of like Americans' food market. Right. Fries, Ralphs, Payless. Uh, Pick and say Metro Market. Uh, it's a huge list. You'd have to go look at it. Fred Meyer. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of scary that it's just allowed. We we used to care about it, but fucking not anymore. Yeah. Um, 1.146 trillion for Amazon net worth. I don't know if yeah, you can properly calculate it. Yeah, it's a number that none of us will ever fully understand. 
Yeah. Like it's one of those things where I can say a trillion dollars, but no one can really quantify what a trillion dollars means. It's like the old thing that Bernie actually taught me from Rooster Teeth. You've heard the, the two, uh, versions of a million versus a billion right there's a right there's a, yeah. there's a ton of different ways but the one that bernie always says the two is like if you piled up a stack of uh hundreds on a pallet and made a million dollars you could fill a stadium with those same pallets to make a billion dollars yeah it's well i think that the, the one that was given to me was a million seconds ago was yeah, it's 11 la- days yeah it was last week but uh, a billion seconds ago was 2000 or 1988 or something like yeah, that. I know Bernie does that yeah. one too. The, uh, yeah. From the second you were born, you hit a million seconds at 11 days old. You hit a billion seconds at 31 and a half years yeah, old. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's how much difference there is. And then you remember, oh yeah, and Jeff Bezos and, and Daddy Musk both have like 180 of those right. fucking things. Exactly. <laughs> it's absurd. Um let's let's take a like a super short break um no breaks no i if i don't pee now i'm gonna pee myself no no, um no no piss breaks (laughs) yeah our show is our show is running longer than usual so i wanted to uh sleepy time podcast exactly it's like i just wanted to take a moment to thank everybody that was hanging (laughs) out with us because uh, I was pretty sure I was going to die or explode, and I was trying to figure out if I oh, could pee. Cool. In, yeah, I was, well, I was trying to figure out if I could like pee in a cup on the show, and would anybody notice? <laughs> just talking. And s- s- <laughs> What's like, that noise? Oh, just yeah. uh, my my chair sprung a leak. Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. We're just we're just talking about it. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. But uh, pay no uh, attention to the piss noise in the background. <laughs> yeah, just like we know what you know. Here we are. <laughs> Uh, I don't know how many, how far along are we on, you know, oh, two and a half hours or something, two and a half hours. Know. So it's like, that's, it depends that, if you count the unofficial recording where we weren't recording yet or now get a trillion grains of sand. It would make a pile about 12 feet tall with a 40 foot base. And isn't a million, it would be like, you could put it in a cup. Yeah. Like a million, a you could hold in your hand or not something a, like that. Cup, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, to, to contextualize it is just impossible. Yeah. And Amazon probably has a few trillion technically, but they yeah. own so much. It's almost incalculable. Yeah. The, the money that they have is is so far above anything that you and I will ever see in our lifetime. You know, my, my father likes to joke that, oh, I'm working on my second million dollars because they say mm-hmm. the second million is easier than the first million, you know. And it's literally the same million. Yeah, same Z's. All right, so money is weird too. Like the number alone is ridiculous, but the money part of it is even more wild when you think about it. So let's jump forward before we call it a night for the episode. Um, jump forward. All right. Cream of the week. Cream of the week. All right. Cool. Give me a second to think about it when I went and took some aspirin or ibuprofen. Sorry. Um, not, not a sponsor. <laughs> uh, my cream of the week while you're thinking, um, I guess is kind of the only other thing that I've been doing is uh, playing a lot of Overwatch 2. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I like it. I mean, it's it's just Overwatch 1 reskin. Yeah, I um, said that when like during the beta days. I was like, if I just turn this on 
and I didn't see the tag that said Overwatch 2, I would have just thought it was Overwatch 1. Which it's is basically, basically a glorified update. It, it is a glorified update with a battle pass. They can they can sit there and say, oh, well, we want to make graphics better or we want to fix frame rate or we want to optimize it for uh, the Xbox Series S, Series X. No, you don't. You're, you just had to go in and change whatever coding you had to do to put a battle pass in. And I'm fine with that. Like, I don't have a problem with battle passes. You and I have talked about that on on shows in the past. I like battle passes. I like that system because it gives you cosmetics which like you pay for it that's fine how you pay for it let's make yeah. money off of it um yeah. but that's what it is and and I'm cool with it I've I've played it the the only issues that I have with it right now is they're having some connectivity issues with the um to the servers I've experienced that um you know somewhat long queue times to be able to play it you know 5 or 7 or 8 minutes just to get into a game Okay, fine. You know, that's that's the cost of getting into a game early on. So whatever, fine. I don't I don't It's care. better than Halo Infinite though, right? Yes. Oh, but good. but then again, <laughs> that's the that that bar is so goddamn low that, you know, we can trip over that bar. Oh, I was going to talk about that too while we're thinking about it. So I have a Series X and I have a Series S. Okay. The Series S is not really being used, so I might okay. move it into my office here so we can play some more stuff. Yes, please. Hurry up. Uh, because even though, like we talked earlier, Microsoft and PC and Xbox, we can play a lot of stuff, there's some stuff that it's not a good idea to play cross-play, and Overwatch 2 would be one of them because apparently if you play Overwatch 2 cross-play, no matter if you're on the PC or the Xbox side, they turn off uh, auto or aim assist. Aim assist. That's interesting. Of yeah. all the things, I mean, I guess it makes sense because of, you know, the PC has the ability to give you so many, like, I think, step ups. I think aim assist is turned off already on controller on PC. But it doesn't, like, if then I play crossplay with you on Xbox and you have aim assist and I'm on a controller too on PC, then it would still, I don't know. All I know is I heard that a lot of people complaining that, hey, I played cross-play and now I can't aim. It's like, yeah, welcome to PC gaming. <laughs> That's interesting. That's really weird. Yeah. Um. But yeah, go ahead and bring that Xbox into your office there so you can have those good vibes only with the Xbox. Yeah. I also want to bring it in here because I want to play Scorn and... That's on Game Pass, but only on the Xbox Game Pass, not on the PC. Game I Pass. will once we once we finish this episode, I will look what Scorn is. Is it multiplayer or is it only single player? Uh it's single player. It's a puzzle game that just came out. It's it's horror. It I saw I a thing where a guy was in I like a, a f- an apparatus, okay, and something like pulls his arm away from him and he looks like all muscle, like his skin is gone. And right. it sticks a needle in his in his arm. And then he looks down and his penis like pops up and this like snake looking thing like grabs onto it and starts sucking it. And I'm like, what the fuck is this game? <laughs> I I have a I have a feeling that this is the Xbox ripoff of Agony. Mm. I think you I think you and I talked about Agony and how excited I was for Agony. Maybe. And, and, and Agony was a crowdfunded game 
that was going to be released across PCs and, and consoles. And it was a game where you wake up in hell and you have to figure oh, out. Yeah, yeah, I've seen, yeah, what, I remember yeah. You this, have to figure out why you're there. I have no idea there. what the story is in this, but it does look very similar to that. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that this is their this is their answer to it because Agony failed so hardly. Yeah. Um, it, it, it failed. It failed so bad that Amazon was refunding people that bought their game, bought the game on Amazon. Um, it was. Yeah, it looks very similar, kind of hell like, and yeah. everything's gore and blood and. Yeah, there's a succubus. It's very and, adult thing. Yeah, I'm gonna because, like I said, the the agony agony caught me, like drug me in because uh, one of the scenes, the guy was walking down this corridor and he looks to his right and there's this demon and he's building, he's building the corridor like he wants to. He's like building this this tunnel and. Yeah he lays a rock and then he takes this baby and he nice. sets the, he sets the baby on the rock oh, and then okay. he takes, I thought he was going to use the baby as a hammer or something close. You're, you're right there. So he lays the baby on the rock and mm-hmm. the baby is crying and he grabs the, he grabs another rock and raises it up and slams it down on top of the baby. And you realize that he's using the baby as mortar. Oh, to nice. like be the, yeah. And I was like that, that scene, I was like, this is fucking cool. I'm sold. Yeah, so scorns like, scorns like that. Yeah, but it's a puzzle and, game. I don't know what I was expecting. Agony, agony was a puzzle game, but it was a puzzle game that also you had to puzzle out. Um, is this a puzzle that I need to solve, or is this a screen tearing audio issue that is glitched out and I don't know what's going on? Oh, that was that, agony. They had that problems. Oh, yeah, screen tearing and audio issues. <clears throat> was as puzzling as the puzzles themselves. And I was really let down for that. And it was the moment that I realized I'm never getting involved in Kickstarter games ever again. Oh, well, see, that's why I am I would never pay for Scorn. And that's why I have Game Pass, because I can just play it for free. And if I'm not digging it, there's, so there's no I am, problem. As soon as we finish, I'm going to go over here to the, game, to, the P, to the Xbox and be like, let's check out this Scorn thing, because maybe it's what Agony was supposed to be. Yeah, I've heard good things. I've heard mixed things. I've heard a bunch of people say, oh, I didn't realize it was puzzles. And I'm, I don't know what I expected. I never thought about it, really. I just saw that it was really gory yeah. and the art looked cool. That's why I got involved with Agony. It was really yeah. gory and the art looked cool. And then that I was heard exactly a couple people said saying. that Scorn ended, the ending like made them mad. I was like, I don't know what that means. I guess yeah. I'd have to play it to see what you mean. Yeah, supposedly for those that were that stuck through all of the updates and all of the repairs on Agony, uh, the final boss was a succubus whose head resembled a vagina with teeth. Oh, nice. And you had to deal with her, and I was so upset because I was so excited for Agony, and I thought it was such a cool concept, and everything fell through on the Xbox side. And then they moved everything to the PC side because they could be more unrated slash adult rated on the PC side. Mm, yeah. That's always been a problem on console. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so anyway. I tried to look up what the heck Scorn is about. It just says atmospheric first person horror adventure set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Uh, Kotaku ex- says Scorn is true to Geiger's work, but needed more dicks. So okay. that sounds great. I'm sounds sounds <laughs> like it. 
that's like right up my alley. A game that needs more dicks. All right, I'm I there. Th- I think it's pretty short though. Only like eight or ten hours or something. It's like a shorter game. Because I have a buddy that's already beat it, and it just came out a few days ago. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure how how long those games last, but I mean. Yeah, I mean, you can only do so much with something. The one I'm really looking forward to is Atomic Heart. Just because it looks amazing. I'll have to put up some images on the the Twitter. Facebook.com slash Pickdog? Just the graphics and, like, the art. And, like, it just looks really realistic and amazing. But it's been delayed, like, 47 times. So who knows if it's ever coming out. Yeah, love it. Right now, it's delayed to Q1 2023, so we'll see how that goes. Mm. Uh, but yeah, Scorn, I, I, that's not really my cream of the week because I don't know if it's good or not. I was going to play it. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out too because that sounds fun. I, I like puzzle games and I like horror games, and here we are you know, in, in October, and I think we do need to have a horror game episode. Yeah. No, so, we really, really do. So that yeah, might be so one we, we can talk about there. next time. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I'll check it out. You check it out. We'll compare notes. Yeah, I'll have to get my S and bring it in here. But Let's do it. I can also hardwire it while I'm in here, so my download should be fast. Uh, What else? Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I'm trying to think what I want for my cream of the week. I haven't done too much this week. I'm watching Witcher. Let's, let's take... Uh, I'll, I'll say... Uh, I'll say, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go weeb again. I'm gonna. I'm oh, gonna... here you are, <laughs> fucking ooh fucking. Nerd. I'm gonna recommend an anime, but okay. God damn. We're we're along since it's horror month. Okay, I I okay. I was introduced horror, to this horror. anime. No horror horror <laughs> horror month is next month in no, no November. Uh. All right, fair point. I'll, uh, I was, I'll allow I was it. introduced to this anime on either TikTok or a YouTube video that said something like top five most disturbing anime. And I was like, what is this? So I, I found a show. It's called Made in Abyss. Uh, okay. I don't know if you've seen it or not. It's available. The first not. season's available on Prime. Okay. All right. And most of us should have Prime. Most of us should be supporting Daddy Bezos. Mm-hmm. So the first episode and like the entire art to it. Uh, it looks really like fun and like oh, it's gonna be a kid anime. It's really fun, but like as the show goes on, it just keeps getting darker and darker. <laughs> I and, like that. It just keeps getting worse and worse. There's like a there's some gory shit and like one of the scenes that I saw in the YouTube video was like a girl that was just like morphing into like a blob of flesh and she was just begging this other girl, please kill me, please just kill me. And, like, the other girl was, like, crying and couldn't do it. And I was like, I am fucking on board. I'm going to watch this show. And, like, the universe that they built is so fucking cool. It's one of the coolest. Because like, most anime, like, they don't build, like, a universe. You know? They just have, like, their little thing. It's the antagonist and, like, the story of the main leader and whatever. Like, But they, so the the Abyss... They are all camped around, like, this thing they call the Abyss. And it's just this giant hole that nobody knows how deep it goes. Okay. And the further down you go, they call it the curse of the abyss. Your body like has, like if you go down to level one, if you come back up, you just like feel like motion sick, like you throw up and you feel weird. If you go down to like level two and you come back up, you like 
it'll take you out for a few days. And like the further further you go down, if you go down like to like level six and beyond, you can't even come back up. You'll die. And like, uh, I guess it's a spoiler. Not really. One of the things they the the girl that I just said was like morphing and whatever. She was a girl they were doing experiments on down in like level five, level six. They were like putting them in these pods and sending these orphan kids down and then trying to bring them back up really fast to see if like they could counter or like somehow beat the curse of the abyss. So these kids' bodies were like just morphing into like weird shit and animals and blobs and because of the curse of the abyss. Mm. Yeah, it's just a really right. cool universe and like some of the animals are only like on some of the levels because they can't come up and like yeah, it gets dark and. <laughs> There's three right. movies, yeah. but the first two movies are basically just the first season just cut to a movie. So if you want to watch it, the first season and the the third movie is what you need to watch. You watch the first season is on Amazon Prime, and so is the movie. The second season is on one of those anime anime sites you'd have to watch, but I don't know. It's it's good because it, it looks like little kids and like you're like, oh, it's going to be so sweet, and it's going to be a fun little anime, and then, like, just dark. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Love like, it. Yeah. They just suffer, and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> all right. I like it. That's cool. All yeah, right. It's fun. So that that uh, that's all I could think of. And the second season just finished. That's why it's on the top of my mind, because I was waiting till the whole second season's out to go watch it. So. All right. Cool. Yeah, other than that, I don't know. Nothing yeah. else, really. Yeah, I think I think Overwatch is kind of my cream of the week. It's just kind of what I've been doing between that and Ark and D and D. You know, our our first uh, our first episode of uh, the, our D and D game came out this past week. Yeah, so the that's ex- episode. Yeah, some was, stuff is going to happen. Yeah, so you know that's 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 been fun. Second character ready to go for next Wednesday. Yeah, that's good because <laughs> I don't plan on killing you yet. But that's good. And I'm glad that you're there. I was um, thinking about last week when we finished. I'm like, I don't know if our group was evil enough. Yeah, see, that's that's you know, I thought about that too because I, it was something that I think it was something that Paul. I don't remember what Paul said, but it was just. He was like, "Oh, I was going to do that, but I don't think it's time to." Yeah. Oh, it was killing. It was killing one of the. I think it was killing the the guy at the mercantile. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, I plan it's... on killing. I plan on killing him, just not yet. Yeah. Like, I... oh, like it's that, hard because, that... like, I don't want to just kill everyone and everything, especially because I'm neutral evil. I'm not chaotic evil. But no, it's I... it was a, it was a good start yeah. this past week. I was actually really happy with it. Um, yeah. it, it it means that I can. I think it definitely was there gives for a bit. Yeah, Rabble was there, um, and I really appreciate it. Um, it's a it's a good step in the right direction. Um, I'm excited to see where it goes. You know, everybody's like, "Well, that person's going to die." Well, this person's going to die, and I'm like, "All right, let's—they're all going to die." Yeah, they're like, "All right," you know. I mean, I'm accounting for you guys killing these people, so you know, I have to. Um, it was actually really funny. I was going to—I I can talk about this here. Um, I spent some time leading into this uh, as a DM and as an entertainer, especially we're we're. Um, 
as an entertainer for these types of games, I try to think about like, okay, how do I want to portray these, these characters? And I really wanted to portray the gnome. Um, there was a, there was a, I have a customer at my work who is a super nice guy. I just, he makes me really uncomfortable. I'm not going to go into detail because I he'll, he'll never, he'll never listen to this podcast, which is fine, but he's a very nice guy, but I get this impression. He just doesn't know how to deal with people. Like he doesn't have people skills. Maybe on the spectrum a little bit. He's probably on the spectrum. I would, I would bet a lot of money that he's on the spectrum and the way he talks he reminds me of a serial killer. Ooh. And so I was thinking put him well, as a into your game as yeah, a character. <laughs> I, I was gonna I was going to I was thinking I mean like I have a lot of characters that I have to portray as a DM and not just as a DM but as an entertainer. Yeah. And well, I, I, boy, give me a sample. What's what does he like talk like? What does he say? So all right, I have to I have to do this a certain way. Relax. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull this in. I just wanna take some pictures. So <laughs> He says things like, hang on, wait a minute. Like a jo- Dollar General William Shatner? No. I don't know quite. I want to turn this up. What you're getting towards. So I turned up the bass, and I hope you can hear the bass in my voice right now. Oh, yeah. So he says things like, really. Going to the bathroom, too. He says things like this. It's, he very, yeah, very much. You know, and he's not listening, so I know I can say this, but he doesn't call them fire extinguishers. He calls them fire distinguishers. And he talks. He does. He talks to you like this. Like he's thinking about what you taste like? Or, yeah. Or what it would be like to. Eat you. In your flesh, on the wall, he talks. And, and, and this isn't even a joke. Like, I wish that... He does that all the time? Yes. I wish... He every, every day? No, he doesn't work with me every day. Oh, okay. Um, he's one of our customers. I see him... Oh, my God. He's outside your window right now. Yeah. I, I see him <laughs> once a year and always oh, a customer okay he's a customer he's a customer I thought you hired this guy i was like man no i would have never hired this the guy. trust you have and, in serial killers and, they and, are reliable and, they show up when they <laughs> when they want to show up i wish i wish that my two other employees were in the stream because they do show up in the stream from time to time i wish they were here to, to confirm because they know who i'm talking about i wanted to take that that personality mm-hmm. and and put that into and if you go back to listen to. Oh, here goes OBS again. Don't worry, guys. We're going to give Q a second to think. A character as the gnome. But as people were talking to him, I, I just I just couldn't do it. Like, I, I just couldn't stick with that that oh. personality. See, I had thought for a long time if I wanted to give my Raj, if I wanted to give him like a voice or a character. And I was like. It's so tough to get into it and stay into it, especially when you come in and out of it. D&D is different. It's not like voice acting where you're just doing, that's all you're doing. 
and then you can take breaks. And if you forgot to do the voice or whatever, you can do it. You come in and out of it all the time because then we're going to come out yeah. of it. I'm going to ask you a question as me. And then, I don't know. So I never decided on yeah. I couldn't decide on yeah, what it, I wanted to do that wouldn't be annoying to me yeah. or the rest of you. It's it's incredibly hard. And now imagine doing that across multiple characters. And and if you listen to the if you listen to the beginning of the conversations with the gnome in the tavern, yeah. I attempted that. Oh, I think I heard but, that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I attempted it, but I I just couldn't hold that that character together because it's just it's such a it's such a hard and then you know once i started applying that 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 personality that i realized it was like this character doesn't need that personality yeah, this that character for somebody needs somebody really yeah, creepy or something yeah so, so off our vibes like we come into a cave and we meet some dude just that was just in there by himself no light yeah no exactly hundred percent so you know don't I, burn I just, them week one yeah so i so i threw that that threw that out and it's just such a hard, it's such a hard thing to do that I've got the blinders up and I have to focus on it. And I yeah. think the only way I could do that character is if that was my only character. And, you know, I, I, I really love doing D and D and I love creating characters and I love voice acting, which comes back to rooster teeth and, and, and that whole thing, which is a whole, pay you. yeah, which is a whole nother <laughs> issue. Like, I really want to do these things and I want to create these characters and live these characters. And it's, it's such a, did I tell you an early days of rooster teeth, you know how there's a billion fucking copycats, right? There was some, I was playing, I believe halo three. I'm pretty sure that was at the time it was halo three. And these guys were like, Hey, do you want to do some voice acting? Like for what? They're like, do you know rooster teeth? And I was like, well, yeah, who plays this game and doesn't, like, right. Yeah, yeah, come on and do help us do this project. And I can't remember what the name of it was. It was Apple something, like Apple Pickers or Apple something. And then they were like, "Oh yeah, you're just gonna play this character." And like, I did it, and I never saw or heard back on anything. So I always wondered. All these years later, I'm like, did they ever use anything I ever did? Like, yeah, and that's <laughs> that. Like I said, it's it's so I get hard. paid. Yeah, <laughs> and, it, and it's so hard to do one character. And like I yeah, can really, you imagine really doing multiple fucking characters. Holy well, cow! I, yeah, I do. I can't imagine doing multiple characters because oh, yeah, you have to. Yeah, like I struggle <laughs> with it all the time. Like, and I, I'm I'm in the process, and I'm trying to do better with it, and I'm I'm going to do better with it going forward. You guys haven't seen it yeah. yet. Is I can't even imagine how you rack your brain because me for my one character, I've every few days I'm like, oh, that'd be a fun little quirk to just have. And then yeah. I'm like, no, 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 I got to write that. I, I can't have all this huge fucking list of things I have to remember. Exactly. But, oh, when he sees a mouse, he freaks out, like stupid stuff. Yeah, it's so. So I've just kind of written it all off. But it, it, It's so incredibly hard. But like my uh, my notes that I keep for the game, you know, I'm adding like, OK, here's this character. And I'll put in like parentheses. This is how this character acts. This is how this character says words or, yeah. you know, little notes to remind me like, oh, this person's upbeat. This person's not. And well, then you got to like change your voice too to like. Kind yeah. Of and and it's like sound I, different. Yeah. And and I like doing it. It's a it's a lot of fun. It's and just a lot of work. Is that what you're it, saying? It is an incredible amount of work. And I don't I don't mind doing it. I I live for it. 
you know, they, some mm. of my characters talk like this, and then some of my characters talk like this, you know, and and then everything and in between, them, and you know, and some of them talk. Taste you. Some of them just want to just taste care. you. Yeah. So just I mean, it, yeah, it, it's it's such a it, it's it's barely newer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> rapier barely newer. You know, and it's it, it it's just it's it's a lot of work, and and I I live for it. I I would never, yeah, I wouldn't trade it for anything. And and I'm I'm glad that, no. um, I'm, I'm glad, glad our that group's the- pretty good. Uh, I think we'll get better as we go too. And it's been a fun story so far. I mean, we've only done one week, but barely yeah. anything has happened. I that I did. That's why I kind of brought it up in the beginning, because that's the fun part of doing it to me is the role playing, playing a yeah. character. I don't give a sh- I care a little bit about the story, but not as much as like, well, let's have fun with it. Let's have well, Chris go off and try to sleep with the daughter of some <laughs> random villager. Well, one of one of the things that um yeah, exactly. Yeah. Some of them want <laughs> to be abused. Um you know, one of the things that makes it a lot of fun is that conversation and I'm I'm so thankful that you brought that up. And said, hey, you know, what do you guys want out of this? Because I wish I would have done that sooner and and brought that up myself and say, what do you guys want out of it? Because in my in my Strahd game, yeah, I I have players that are like, I just want combat. Like, I hate roll and go. Yeah, I hate I hate role playing because some people like that, though. Some people are all that's fun to them. Well, and not only is it fun to them, and, and like I don't want to name names, and I will not name names, but he's very much like I'm not good at role playing. Yeah, it makes me uncomfortable. It makes me it makes me very uncomfortable. That was literally his thing. Is like it makes me uncomfortable to do role playing. Yeah. I'm here to roll dice. I feel I'm like a there's dice. one in our group now that is kind of a little bit, but we're gonna we're gonna see if we can get him there. Give give him time. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, give him there. time. He is a great role player. Um, He's an incredible dungeon master. I've had him as our game master. I've had him as a game master in other games. Um, And he's a great, like he's great at improv and whatnot. That's why I brought it up. I wanted to push everyone. Hey, this is what we're going to do going forward. Because I didn't want it to be a surprise. Everyone week one, if we didn't say anything and we barely did anything, we went to one tavern and one store for a second. We were what for two and a half hours or something. Yeah. Yeah, this group, uh, everyone in this group is 100% role play involved. And I'm really excited for it because I, I, me as a person, if you want to do nothing but roll dice, behind me over my shoulder, I've got probably two to 3,000 pieces of dice sitting over there. So I'm there for dice. <laughs> but But on the other hand, you want to do nothing but role playing? I'm there. Let's do it. Let's have fun. Um, let's, let's, let's do it. I'm there. So it's like, I, I'm, I'm totally in between. I'm, I will do whatever you guys want to do once again, because, you know, I'm here, you know, I'm here to have fun, but I'm also, um, the, you know, I can find enjoyment out of whatever way we want to play D and D I'm, I'm totally involved. I'm there. Yeah. Um, I'm so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. You know, this some is some of our groups we've had before. I've, I've tried to really like do that and they just weren't having it. And it, it kind of made it not fun for me. And it's just, a, we didn't have that conversation beforehand. 
Yeah, we were, we were all trying to get something different out of the same. Well, you were also thing. the last time you and I played together. Um, you were not there in the early days. I brought you in later in the game. Oh, yeah, I was there real. You late. know, yeah, because you know, I, 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 I brought you in a, in a in a character that was never meant to be a character. Yeah, a character. An NPC. Yeah, and that's something that I've grown as a dungeon master. I've grown and been able to play. Okay, I can play multiple characters and and be a part of it. Like I still struggle and this is something that we're dealing with in the Strahd game is we've got NPCs that are traveling along with the players and I'm having yeah, that I play and I'm having to remember to be like, oh, they're going to do this or they're going to do that. And I've gotten better at it, but I'm still, you know, um, like I don't, I've kind of accepted my position as, well, excuse me, what, you know, the forever DM. (laughs) And that's fine. You know, like that's, that's cool. I think everyone likes it because you're such a a good DM in a lot of different ways. Yeah. You're really good at rolling with the punches and playing improv and, okay, yeah, you do that. How, how would that work? Go ahead. Tell me how that would work. Yeah. And then we'll decide if you're going to even roll a dice. Yeah. And, and that's and that's something that I've I've really strived to be, you know. It's something I've worked really really hard. Like only only DMs really know like how hard it is to do those things, and it, it's also really hard as a DM to take a step back and and say, okay, this is my sandbox, but it's not my story, mm, and yeah. that's that's really hard. Because, you know, I'm sitting here going, okay, I've got all these great ideas that I want you guys to do. And you guys roll up and go, fuck that. We're going over there. And, you know, a lot of DMs. We're going to burn it down. (laughs) Yeah. And, 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 and some of the DMs that I've played with as a player, you know, they take such, such offense to that. And in the beginning, I was like, well, fuck you. I can't believe you're offended by that. But then now that I've kind of grown, I was like, oh, I totally get that, you know, because I'm sitting here, you know, I will even in this even in this game, I will take, okay, here's a here's a here's a building. Here's a house in my village. Let's let's create what's inside that that house. Uh, Who's the mom? Who's the dad? Who's the occupants? Let's grow and expand on this. And you spend all this time creating these characters and creating these things in this backstory, you know, if, if you're not careful as a DM, the next thing you fucking know, this random house has three generations of people living in it and all of their backstory. And then, you know, the players show up and go, well, fuck that. I burn it, you know, yeah, or worse. Do anything with it. <laughs> yeah. Or worse. They just walk past it. Yeah. They, they don't even go to that house that you're yeah, planning so much in. Yeah. I would rather you burn it to the ground. You know, then you then you could tell us their backstory. Well, you you yeah, you, you killed these six people. corpses. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and like I would rather you do that than walk past it. And then you're you know the players walk past it, and you're like, like you're like, oh, it, it's got the um, oh, Smokey, thank uh, uh, thank you for following the, yeah, thank you for giving me a follow. You know the you know the the players walk past it, and you're like, yeah, it has uh. Granny's on the porch and she's she's knitting and uh you know her the granddaughter is breaking 
green beans and you're like you're describing all of this and then all of a sudden everybody just walks by it you're like well god damn it <laughs> you know <laughs> and then you've written all of this and you might have two or three pages worth of content and you guys just walk right by i'll just it. tell you with our group don't try and lead us because you'll push us away further well, and that, and that's something that if I've we're walking done, by and you go, it does look really enticing, though. I'm going to go. I sprint away from it. I yeah. fucking don't like the yeah. feeling. And, and that's <laughs> and that's something that's that's really hard that I've I've worked really hard in trying to avoiding. And that's the railroading. Yeah. You know, you and just trying to really carefully say everything without accident. Yeah. Like it's so, so hard influencing us <laughs> just by the yeah. way you say something. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's 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 incredibly difficult. Well, that's and why we all let you be the DM. Yeah, and and I don't mind doing it, and I really enjoy doing it. And it's yeah. it's a I know it's you'd a like to fun. play uh, just a player though, and just have fun and not worry. Oh, about I would stuff too. I would kill just to be a player, and we'll that's get, why we'll get there someday. Yeah, and and that's why I, um, and that's why I railroad the group. Rabble gets it, <laughs> and um, but that's something that you know, I joke about, but I'm also mostly serious about that. The more people that I can get involved in playing is the, you know, the higher the opportunity of someone else being like, yeah, I'll be a DM, you know? Yeah. You know, and then that's, you know, uh, Heather and I talked about in our in-person group and she's like, maybe I might be a DM. And I'm like, I'll immediately help you with everything you want. I've got you. I'm right here with yeah. you. You know, <laughs> I feel like, you need a good DM, but you also need good players. They both you need. It's a fifty-fifty. I'm very. If either one very, of them suck, the whole yeah. thing kind of falls apart. Um, I'm very, very conscious with like who I choose as players. If yeah. you know, if I've come to you and said, um, "I want you to play in my game," it's because I have spent a lot of time thinking, "Do I or don't I want this person?" Like it is. It is not a. Oh, I know this person plays D and D. Let's message them. No, I have I have sat down and I have put at least at least five minutes, at least five minutes, at least one or two minutes. Yeah, yeah, at least five <laughs> minutes and going. Do I want this person? You know. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> put the and, coin. Yeah. So it. You know. I. I don't want it to. I don't want it to come off as like super elitist. And going, oh, I choose you, you know, you know all this. But on the other hand, it's like, no, no, I know that you you are a good fit for the group of people that I play with, and then I'm also like, you're entertaining, because mm -hmm. I I want that because I want that a part of my stream because I'm trying to grow my stream, but I'm also like these are you know, the people around you that I'm going to surround you with are also entertaining and they will be entertained, you know. Because, yeah. well, this should I be want, a fun. This should be a fun group too. It might take us a few weeks to kind of find the rhythm of each other. I think so, and that's that's one of the reasons why I created that group chat so everybody could share stuff and be goofy, yeah. you know, and kind of see where everybody's coming from. And I do that on purpose. And and I've, you know, I don't I don't want to sound holier than thou or elitist. But yeah. I've gotten I've gotten really good at choosing people to be a part of these. So you're better than the rest of them. what you're saying is you're you've pre-ordered a PS5. Yes. <laughs> you're now better than the rest of us. Yes. <laughs> I'm so much better than you. But you know, I want I want more people to be dungeon masters because 
they can bring more people into this community. And that's what we need. We need more people being con not necessarily content creators, but being a part of the content creation. Mm. Because I love I love what Matt Mercer and what they're doing with uh uh what's the oh shit, what's his D D? Oh, uh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And and what they're uh, doing Critical Role. Critical oh, I, I Role. Like <laughs> thank you. I lost them. I, I don't yeah. follow them. I will be the first like I, I do not I don't watch it. Yeah. I, I do not follow religiously every week. Yes. Oh, did you see the new one? Did you watch it? Yeah. I'm like, no. Nope. Sorry. And have no intention of doing so. Um I want I want people to watch things like Critical Role and I want them to see what it could be. But I also want to pull people back down to the ground and go, okay, Critical Role is really, really cool. And they do some really great content creation. But mm -hmm. understand each and every one of those people are experienced and professional. Oh, they're, they're, yeah, they're professionals is the word I'd say. They're professional voice actors. They're professional content creators. Yeah. You know, so... And and it's it's something I I had a I had a conversation with on another podcast. Um, I love Critical Role for bringing more people into the Dungeons and Dragons yeah, community. It's so cool to be a nerd now. But I also <laughs> hate them. Oh. I hate them on a on a passionate oh, level. Yeah, everyone compares it is, and wants yeah, you to be what they it are. Is and an, that's yeah. such a that's next level. That like yeah. Like it, it sets an and it sets an unhealthy standard. And I, yeah. I've I've done I've I've gamed with people. I have done Dungeons and Dragons with people, and they show up thinking that they're going to get critical role. And I'm like, no, you're not going to get critical role because number one, you aren't a voice actor. Yeah. Nor is anyone around you a voice actor. Yeah. Are you gonna bring the? Are you gonna bring that level here? Like, come on. And they don't. They won't. And they can't. And yeah. and like I said, it, it's it's that double edged sword of I love these people have brought this. Like I love that we're normalizing being a nerd. I I am. I love it. We've talked about it as in 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 context of console gaming, and it's now here so we cool are. To play video games. So cool. Yeah. To play D and D. The amount of celebrities that have come out and played D and D. Yeah, like I, I don't, love I don't think that. it was I don't think it was Critical Role, but there was one that I saw Dustin from Stranger Things and uh fucking Jack Black and th there's like three or four others they were playing fucking D and D. I was like, what yeah. the Well the, the the first one that I watched was Matt Mercer from Critical Role was running a celebrity D and D with um Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel is a huge D and D fan. Yeah, apparently, I guess I, yeah. I didn't know till you know recently. Right, and you know, and he, you know, he's he's being in there. And Matt Mercer wrote this whole like encounter and like you know one off you know uh, game around um uh what was the the uh where he was like what was it, the Witch King or whatever it was. Um, god damn! Uh, I'll have to I have to th I'll find it later. But I've you know, seen, I've seen, I don't remember, but I've seen a good chunk of that. Yeah, and it was like he created it around Vin Diesel's character. He also later created a whole nother story around uh, Terry Crews. You know, the um, Old Spice. You know, pop the tits. Yeah, you know, that guy. 
you know, that they're they're big D and D fans and they like this. He did it around World of Warcraft, and it was a great. I mean, the 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 one shot that he created was so good. And you know, like I thank you for getting more people involved, and um, but a lot of a lot of new D and D players are coming into the fold, and they're thinking, well, that's the that's the production quality that I'm going to get. No, no, you're not. I think I think no, I told not. you before we ever I did any D and D games with you. The first thing I ever had or experienced with D and D was Harmon Quest. Yes. And like, it took me yep. a few episodes to, I was like, oh, that's D&D. That looks sick. And a few episodes in, I was like, well, they're also all professional actors. But on top of that, they're all comedians as well. Pretty much all the guests that they bring on are fucking comedians. And you got Dan Harmon, a fucking comedian. Rabble, Rabble just named it was the witch hunter. That's, that, yeah, that's exactly, that's what I was talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was the witch hunter series. And that's, that's, I mean, what Matt Mercer did for Vin Diesel in that Witch Hunter series, that's, that's on a level that, I, I don't want to say it like this, and I don't mean it like this. I could, like that. <laughs> I could do with a month of preparation. Yeah. But, but I mean, like, night. well, he may have did it in a night. But it was like it was like a month of preparation. And when I say a month of preparation, four weeks, 40 hours. Yeah. Then I could do it. But I don't have. He has a whole production team and shit. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what he does. You know, Matt Mercer's not selling fucking fire extinguishers like I do. You know, he's not out there doing fire fire extinguishers. Fire. Distinguishers. But, um, you know, that's that's the difference. You know, yeah. and, and a lot of players come in <clears throat> thinking that, that, yeah, they're expecting that level of of showmanship. That other one too. What's that other one that uh, College Humor does? I don't know those, those guys. I, I, I'll be honest. I I don't watch these things. I don't watch other like big name D and D streams simply because I I don't need to be thinking about that level of pressure. And <laughs> I, I know I mentioned twenty. That's it. Yeah, I know that's cheesy, but I'm the I'm the person that's like I'm on drugs for anxiety, okay? I'm on drugs for it. I don't need that like oh it's I don't need that level of like more anxiety inducing issues. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like I don't need I just I just don't watch them because I don't want to deal with it. You know. So it it's a it's a big it's a big issue that I'll, and it, it's not just me and, and whatnot. I've talked to a lot of other gamers. I'm a, I, you know, I follow, you know, I'm in a number of, you know, Facebook groups or Discord chats where we talk about these things. And, you know, many of us small time D and D players, D, you know, dungeon masters, we think about this. Like, I want my players to be entertained, but I can't make it this full production with lights and sounds and yeah. and. And, and all of this so good and so easy to make it yeah. feel like you could just step on and that's just how it is. And it's, you just do it. Spoiler alert. It's fucking not. No. And, and, and I don't want, I don't want people that play to be discouraged thinking, well, I wouldn't like, I'd be okay. Like I could do a DM thing, 
but I, you know, once again, they're in the same shoes. They're like, well, I can't give you this, you know, or even, you know, once again, not to, not to be egotistical or arrogant, say, well, I can't do what Q does. That's fine. You know, let's, let's talk about it. You know, I'll play in your game. Yeah. I don't want to be a DM. Yeah. Well, yes. And some, (laughs) yeah, some players are like, well, you know, I'm, you know, you know, I'm, I'm always like, I try to beat into their brains, be like, I sure would like to play in a and d game and not have to run it. Me too. You that's know? why I do it. Yeah, shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> like, I try to, like, maybe if I can guilt, like, one person into doing it. But then on the flip side, I was like, I'm there for you. I'll help you every step of the way. You know, you know, please let me help you. Yeah. Because we lack. Talk to me in a few years and we'll see. Yeah. I gotta yeah. get a few more. I've only played maybe one and a half sessions of D&D. I played two to three hours of D&D. Or not sessions, sorry, campaigns. Basically, yeah. one and a half campaigns. I, I played two to three hours of Dungeons and Dragons before I became a DM. So two to three hours? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. And that was years ago. I started. I started. I started being a DM in 2016, and before that, the the like before that, I played. I'm going to say that two to three hours over the course of maybe one or two days in 2004. So 12 years before that, I played D&D for a couple of hours. And I went straight into playing a dungeon master just because all of my friends wanted to do it. And I'm like, fuck it. It can't be that hard. That's showing up to intern. And then they're like, all right, you're running the line. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, you're (laughs) an intern. And all of a sudden they're like, I don't know how these machines work. And they're like, (laughs) doesn't matter. Figure it out. You'll be all right. There's a book. that's exactly what happened. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. I, you know, I went and got. Uh, do I have? Watch a YouTube there? video if you can't figure it out. Fuck. Yeah, not it's not my one. problem now. It's your problem. <laughs> yeah, I I went out and bought this right here. The I, I think the other thing I've Dungeon only experienced. I've only experienced you as a DM, and oh, then uh, and then Matt and, and uh, uh, Stephen Stephen Crittenton. Yeah. So I, to me. Uh, like trying to be like you or them. It's like I don't know how to do all that. It's it's, it's crazy. It's, it's incredibly hard, you know. But like I said, I've got my I went my got my dungeon master's guide, and I joined Spencer. a few Spencer Crittenton. I, yeah, I, I knew his name. Something like that. <laughs> you know, I joined I joined a few um, I joined a few Facebook groups and uh, like read some you know, how to videos on YouTube. And I just, I just went for it. And then I was like, this is, this is how I'm going to be a DM. And that's it. And Maybe it's, if I play in a few more sessions or campaigns and figure yeah. out the game at all. I barely, I barely know how to do anything. Yeah. And like, I, and once again, I'll give you the same thing. Like I will help you. If you genuinely want to be a dungeon master, I will help you. And give you it sounds kinky. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it's it's it can it's, be right. <laughs> yeah, it can be. In 
the other the other thing I will say is this is I surround to finish this up. We're going to turn into a pumpkin. I I will say this. I surrounded myself with people that I wanted to game with. Mm, Like when I, when I asked you to play and the people that you played with in the first in, in curse of Strahd. And now, you know, not a single person in that, in that group was someone who was like, I don't want to play with them. Yeah. Well, that would really kill everything you vibe and want to show up week after week. Yeah. And that makes a big difference. And just going ahead and and creating that group of saying, these are the people that I want to play with. Well, you have the nice option as the DM. You get to kind of pick. Yeah. For your players. Right. And and that's, and that's the thing too, is, you know, if you want to do this, like take a step back and think about, okay. (laughs) You know, you know, and and I did. I I was very, I was very particular, especially with this current, with this current game. Uh, I yeah. I was very very particular in who I was going to play with, and I built my game around that. And you can do that as a DM, especially in this online format. And like, I want these four people so don't be intimidated by it just pick four close people that aren't going to treat you like a piece of shit Mm. see there's the problem (laughs) yeah so all right we need to wrap this up because i need to go to bed yeah you do but this was a good episode meet your serial killer friend yeah pretty much selling some uh fire distinguishers fire distinguishers god damn so I don't know how I got these uh, fire extinguishers. Fire extinguishers. <laughs> <laughs> um, great episode. Thank you, Oreo. Long. Yeah, three hours and fifteen minutes. I'm gonna figure out how to get this shit on track. See, this is what happens when you don't completely outline and write your entire episode. It just Duty, goes off if the fucking rails. I didn't know that you wanted to play D anD. d but if you want to play D anD, I will bookmark that, and I will gladly bring you in. I you don't are want one to play of duty. No, fuck that duty. <laughs> fuck that guy. Duty, you can go jump off a cliff. <laughs> so, yeah, thank, uh, thank you, Keith. Uh, uh, I would treat you like a piece of shit. That's how I would treat you, Duty. So fuck <laughs> off. So, um, thank you, everybody that has been a part of it. And uh, we're going to call we'll it a night. You, and we'll see you on Wednesday for some D&D. Yes, see you on some D&D, I'm guys. still undecided if I want to actually try and do a voice for my character or not. We're, we're early enough, I feel like, if I want to do it, I could do if it. If you want to do a voice for your character, I would support you doing it. If you want to support me, I will let you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will support you to do a voice because I think that is a, you know, you know really, like, in in meshing yourself into the character, so I'm there. Yeah, so really putting myself inside of him. I love it when you my get character, in, and I want yeah. to be inside you. Yeah, balls deep. I love it. <laughs> All right, I'm going to stop it here. So uh, it is a night. See you, Phil. Yep. Phil, see you, Phil. 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 Singer. Phil Singer. He's a good Thanks dude. Stop by, everyone. We'll, yeah. Uh, good night, guys. Stay classy, Philadelphia. Is that what we say? Oh. Something like that. All right, okay. Bye. <laughs> bye, Oreo. Thank you. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your boy LD, aka White Jesus. 
This for everybody that came up in the 90s. Man, I wish I was a kid Thinking about the third grade back in 96 With my Michael Jordan jersey French fries curly Cool with it, raisin Tamagotchis Dig three and a half, the same as a floppy Nerf guns loaded and we shooting at your motherfuckers We ain't getting house, but we getting soda And we was fucking with the swag of the Fresh Prince Ain't nothing like when you had mad tokens left in that arcade box it's violin, pegging stupid bitches in that motherfucking ball pit Landline calling, chilling at the mall And if this the type of shit that you recall Well then let me hear you shout Yeah, let me hear you shout, yeah If you grew up in the 90s If you grew up in the 90s Then you know what I'm about Then you know what I'm about, yeah Don't you wish we could rewind I wish we could, and I really miss it Cause we having fun all day School bus flipping through some goosebumps. I'm in it till I'm shitting at the school lunch. Wanna know what cool was? Started Jagger Jack jams and five rocks. Egg in my room, baby. Boom, shaka like a lot of slammers in my pocket. Flipping them pogs, and I knew every modem noise in my AOL logging on that Oregon trail. With Keenan and Kel, I was drugging off daily. TRL, but that saved by the bell was on some fucking hot shit. OJ to jail, oh wait, that glove did not fit. Short, short, stocked and beanie baby profits. NBA on NBC, if you remember, let me hear you shout. Yeah, let me hear you shout. Yeah, if you grew up in the 90s, if you grew up in the 90s, then you know what I'm about. Then you know what I'm about. Yeah, you wish we could rewind. I wish we could. Getting greeted with scholastic mags I hated reading but it made me need that shit so bad And we were spinning that bottle deep root hose Went in full throttle Nintendo Switch the flow up, getting donuts, fruit roll-ups Wishing we could be a grown-up, being so dumb Fucking with the kid, call me Lil Dicky Griffey Yeah, my coach ball's big, man, I think I have 50 Love those Mentos ads, there were 10 boy bands I had 10 ring pipes on my hands Plus I love that Nick at night time Kicks headlights shine brighter than some tights When they was tag team fighting Shout out to Topanga Fuck you know about Jenga Best head ever from a past dispenser Let me hear you shout Yeah, let me hear you shout If yeah. you grow up in the 90s If you grow up in the 90s Then you know what I'm about Then you know what I'm about yeah. Don't you wish we could rewind I wish we could and I really miss it Cause we having fun all day That's a little trip down memory lane for you. Hey, I used to sign online and tell bitches that I liked them like a lot. That was really the only way I could get girls was through AIM. It's a lot harder now, like to have to like go up and speak to them in person. In AIM, with AIM, I was killing it. Like just crazy paragraphs, 
sweet, real sweet guy. Uh, okay, so long.